Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 25th episode of the Bits and Pieces podcast. Hello. And we come to you live on twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash funnybitsboy or over on twitch.tv forward slash freely show. And I don't know if Beth is streaming as well. Not today. Um, no, not, not today. But, um, I occasionally do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so before we start, then welcome in uh, to my two co hosts. The uh, lovely uh, 3D show. Hey! <laughs> and the um, even lovelier, the pizza uh, that is Beth. I am pizza Hello. that is Beth. Pizza Hello. Is... Hello to the both Hello, of Mr. Steve. <laughs> Thank Hello, you. Mr. There we go. Don't forget the title now. I'm, I'm getting no. used to it now, so I'm now going to play up to it. So, <laughs> how are yep. you both doing? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm excited, yeah. as always. As, as always. As always, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful to be here. Can't wait to get into it, as always. As always. So, <laughs> yeah. um, for anyone who, who is new to the show, we are the Bits and Pieces podcast. We are, like, we're a small but growing slowly um, podcast. Um, who, like I said, this is our 25th episode, and we're very excited by this. Now, normally what we do is we do a spotlight, a game that we liked played recently or maybe we've played you know in the past and we just want to bring it to people's attention that what our thoughts could be just the first impressions if it's just a couple of hours into a game or like you know like myself tonight i've got a game that i'm going to talk about um and then we could like to touch on other games that we've played in in the uh just recently i think 3d's got a game that we may have spotlighted i think jelly oka spotlighted mm -hmm. last week but um 3d wants to actually um, get, bring his thoughts to that and then Beth yeah. has got a spotlight for us as well and then later on we'll go into some news some whatever is out there at the moment sometimes it's relevant it, yeah sometimes it's not great so we just try to avoid the dingy stuff yeah and then there's the real gritty stuff that we like to get our teeth into yeah occasionally we, we can sort of lose ourselves a little bit but um, <laughs> yeah because it is his <laughs> little laugh there, giving it away just to sort of um, let us know he does do he does enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I do. And I'm um, if you hadn't gathered, it is the 25th episode, so we've decided to uh, look back at the last uh, 25 years ago. What came out in 1997? Today, being of course. Um, the 23rd of April, 2022. I don't normally mention the date <laughs> normally, yeah. but uh, yeah, you know, I think it's just to bring into the year, I more so the year. So this year celebrates 25 years of games that came out in 1997. So I'm going to be looking at um, GoldenEye, which, um, as you all know, is probably one of the best Bond games that ever came out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll just talk about that later on. And Freddy, you're going to be talking about, remind me again, is it if... Road 96. Road 96. Jelly spotlighted last and, week. Uh, what, was, what was your game for 25 years? Uh, Final Fantasy VII. Which recently had an um, the, remake. Yeah, remake. I'm doing the original. The original. The original, the original one. That's what we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be yeah. talking about that. Uh, we'll have a little bit of news. Might see what's going on in the, in the world of gaming. And then, as always, we'd like to always end on Beth's joke of the week. Yes. So there we go. That's, that's, the, that's the lineup for today's show. Let's get stuck in. Who wants to go first? on today's uh podcast with the spotlights no no that's all right i was just joking no, 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 no
Really, oh, please. okay. okay. Really, you okay. go ahead. That's fine. You can go first. Okay. Go. We'll, we'll save the best for last. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. Know. We'll save that for last. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 We're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, uh, Road uh, Road ninety six. Uh, hang on one second. Let me just get the trailer up for the the, the lovely people at home. Is this uh, watching. a horror game? No. Okay. No. 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 This is an adventure game. Oh. Tell me, spill the beans. <laughs> I will, I will. Um, I don't know about this game. So, hang on, I'm just getting the... Sorry, one second, I'm just getting the uh, trailer up for those that are watching. All right, yeah, yeah. We yeah. are very prepared, everyone. Um, as you yes, always I'm, know. I'm super professional, as you can tell. Yes, um, Right, so Road 96 is a uh, choice-based narrative uh, where you play a random uh, team between the ages of 16 to 18 trying to escape this uh, politically damaged country and get out of it to pass the border, which is heavily protected, uh, to get out and start your life anew um, with... Um, and I'll get into some grievances I have with the herbal the story. But the gist is you've got to navigate your way through this, the characters you meet and the situations you find yourself in, which is all randomly generated and has lots of uh, choices um, which don't actually amount to a lot most for the most part it's running the same beaks but for the it is a very good game despite that but for me <laughs> my impressions of it i've played about five and a half five hours of it now and it was based on the recommendation of jay last week and the graphics are good the soundtrack is amazing um the voice acting is a bit hit and miss some 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 voice acting is really good and some of voice acting is like it's like really <laughs> it's like, how are you how are you even in this game it's, it's sometimes it distracts from the story and the severity of the situation, uh, especially when you got the, the two characters are they are funny. They do annoy me. They do annoy the crap out of me. Stan and Mitch, <laughs> I, 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 they're funny, but they do my head in. Right, it's it's, it's, it's after a while the gimmick gets really old. Um, yeah. But there, there is a really good mini game in it where you have to survive a chase sequence. And you've got to do left and right. And it, there's no way you can do it without getting hit. It is, it is so hard. Um, there's, there's some cool mini games in it. There's a football mini game. There's a, there's a, there's a spot the ball under the cup mini game, which is, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how I got it because I streamed it earlier. And I don't know how I got it. Whereas when it's super fast, like you couldn't even see what bloody cup it was. And I guessed you it correctly. It. Yeah, oh. I was so chuffed. I was like, yeah, <laughs> big <laughs> nice. celebration. I got myself a hundred smackaroonies for that, um, which is quite a lot in that game. In the game, so you basically start off with no money. You've got to hitchhike your way across the the country. The country. Um, there's two political rivals, and it's all based, all set around this event that was caused by rebels back in 1986. It caused some sort of collapse, and uh, hundreds of people died. And the people that died are, are affected the main characters in uh in your story and uh, some of the characters names you got zoe who is a young teen you meet on your travels you got john who's a who's a truck driver who is actually part of the rebel cause uh you've got the reporter sonia who's who's uh is quite a focal point in the whole game and you've got stan and mitch who are the uh -huh. two jokey characters but they are actually bad guys they do rob people but they're they're robbers with a good heart they're not they're not real like they're not super bad but they're not super good either um, and you've got the the mysterious uh, character that's a, the taxi driver. That's a, he's the murderer of the whole thing. He's the one you need to be aware of. 
Um, it's not it's not um, hidden well. He's, he's, he can blatantly tell straight away. He's, when you first meet him, he's, he starts talking to you about his personal life for some reason. There's no excuse. You just meet him and he starts talking to you. And he goes, you better get away from me or I'll kill you. Oh. So, um, so um, yeah, so, <laughs> like, so, it was, it, yeah, the characters are great, right? And the, the story, the concept is really good. The execution is good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the most part. But after about the third and a half, about three hours in, after then I'm on my, I'm on my fourth team character, I've got to know the characters in the game. And I'm starting to get a bit fed up with the, the samey choices. Um, you, you're literally forced to pick a, a political narrative. So you can, you can try and abstinate as much as you like. But if you don't get directly involved, if you don't pick a side, basically the story goes around in circles. So if you don't pick one side or the other, there's one guy called Tyrak, who's a complete buffoon. Um, uh, he's confusing the people. He's kidnapped. He's making teenagers disappear. He's making crossing the border illegal. He's doing everything he can to stop people leaving the country. And he's, he's, he's ruining the country. He's, he's, uh, he's been a, a dictator, basically, a horrible dictator. And the other person um, we don't know much about. I haven't got that far in the story. I don't know anything about her um, other than her rival and things will apparently be better under her, even though I don't know anything about her. And I can't remember her name, unfortunately. Um, and then there's uh, so you get these percentages. Every time you start a game, you pick a, a, a fresh team to try and escape with. And they give you like whoever's in the lead politically, and you can impact this with you, through your actions on on certain NPCs in in the game. Um, well, I I got a bit fed up of because I didn't care. I was like, I don't give a monkey. So I just want to get out of the country. So I, my first couple of playthroughs, my first playthrough, um, I got arrested within five minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> so I didn't know what I was doing, and um, <laughs> and it's like, right, okay. So I've been to, I'm 10 minutes into the game, been arrested. Start again. Okay, start again. And the second time round, um, I escape. Well, I get across. I'm not going to go too much into spoiler territory because um, it is a good game um, mm. for the most part for me. But I will get into my grievances in, in a little bit. Um, and you escape for you escape, and then obviously that impacts the story. Um, then you get you get uh, Sonia comes back with a news report, and that way of escaping is then taken off. So you can't escape that way again. So every time you escape, there's a different way you have to get across the border. Now, this leads me to um, the bit I got annoyed with was that the third, the fourth time round, I'm about three and a half hours in. This is where I started getting annoyed with the game. I, I got the same like scenarios. I got the same sort of scenarios, the same situations I had uh, the second time round. I was on the bus. I was with the police officer. I had the same situation plan out. Um, only this time. Um, she 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 went nuclear and pulled her gun out, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I managed to convince her to get off the bus. So, like for some reason, the t- a police officer who listens to us, not you know, sixteen year old. I, d- d- I was like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> so, whatever." But she was getting pressure from everybody. It's a very political narrative, and uh, that 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 was like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, you know, I had to do it again. So I did that twice, which which was got which got annoying, and they had the same kid with her. So that was like a little bit of a plot hole, if you like. The card broken down twice. She had the same team with her twice, trying to escort him across the country twice. Mm-hmm. I was like, so because it's supposed to be like a flowing narrative where your yeah. choices have impacts. And I had a couple of the same stuff over and over again. And then, the, then you're talking to NPCs and you get three choices. They ask you a political question. That even if you just meet somebody, they're like, oh, what are your thoughts on Tyrak? What are your thoughts on... 
the other person and like what do you think of the violence blah, blah, blah. um and i'm like is there no other conversation we could be having like how the fuck do i get out of here flores her name is sorry flores uh how the fuck do i get out of here you know and you can you can vandalize the posters and apparently that has an impact on the storyline where i've yet to see what that does um and I just got a bit fed up with it. I got fed up. Got a bit fed up with the political narrative. It sort of drags on too long. It's, it takes over a lot of the story, and it, it there's, there's not a lot of context to it at the time. So it's 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 very interesting. It's, it's well it's well written when when the story's firing all cylinders and when it flows and you're not getting getting interrupted like the same stuff and you're not getting the same dialogue choices. I mean, I'm five hours in at this point now, and you know it's it's you're supposed to have like a thousand different endings according to them according to their own description on the, you know, is, is you're not spo- no one's playthrough is going to be the same. Uh, no, I disagree with that. It's it's going to be very similar, especially if you're picking the same sort of stuff. If you try and abstinate from all the decisions, you will get the same stuff because it, the game wants you to pick a side. So it won't, it won't let you play it like, it won't let you not get involved. So no matter how many time, how many new characters you make, you will have to make a choice. Eventually, it removed the neutral option, like it did to me. So I had to pick a choice. So I was oh. like, "Oh well, fuck Tyrak then," because <laughs> I didn't want to get involved. Because if you get involved one way or the other, um, it has impacts. It has massive impacts on your character. And certain characters in the game do not do not like certain political views. So if you uh, if you swing one way or the other, that's it. You are find yourself in situations you have to escape from. Um, and I I managed to escape only to get killed by. Mini game at the border because I didn't know when to do it because <laughs> it because it, oh. it, it come up so it was this mini game you got to hide don't move uh, and the other one is you have to you have to have a snack on you to throw out the dog so it doesn't sniff you out because you're on the back of a lorry trying to escape and then mm. the third one is a breathing detector and it said oh thing it said press the button to hold your breath so I hit I held it and then I let go because I thought it was just like a tutorial thing. But then the timer, as I let go, the timer thing clicked down from when I was supposed to have done it. And, of course, and it, as I let go, so I let go and then I automatically failed the thing oh with, with, with no retry because I obviously I wasn't expecting it to happen. Yeah. So uh, that f***ed me off because I, I did a certain couple of things that was quite hard to do to get there. <laughs> oh. So I was like, no, I was like, oh my God, I've got to do this again. And then like, the next, and as soon as it booted back up, um, I was in the same situation again, talking to the same people, doing the same beats, and then I was in a point where I couldn't progress the story. The game bugged out. Okay. I couldn't make any, I couldn't make any choices. I was in the I was in the truck with John. His dialogue had disappeared, and there was nothing to look at, nothing to click on. I clicked on his wallet in the in the compartment, and he went, "You better leave that alone." <laughs> I was like, uh, "Oh." <laughs> and then uh, then the game just sort of then the game sort of broke, and uh and. I sort of stopped. I, I quit the game after that. I ended my stream. Um, it's on the VOD if you want to watch me play it at some point in the future. Um, but it's 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 just um, it's good. I, I'm not I'm not discarding it as it's not a good game. It is a very good game, but it's there's a few loopholes. There's a few nuances that I don't like. There's a few some of the voice actors I don't like. Uh, the soundtrack is probably one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in any video game ever. If I can get it, if I can get the the track on spotify i'm going to be listening to that all the time i will say it has probably one it has the best gaming soundtrack even better than guardians of the galaxy and that's saying something in terms of aesthetic how it, how it, how it comes in choosing 
And some of the characters I really do love. Zoe, I absolutely uh, love. I lo- no, I did love Zoe until she'd done something really stupid in one of the scenarios. And then you have to go and, yeah, oh. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but she oh, pissed me so- off. Right? She pissed me <laughs> off. And I was just like, why? Why did you do that? Why? What was the matter with you? Why? Why? It was perfectly fine. And he started opening the gob and ranting at the police officer. Why? 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 <laughs> I was just like, I was just, I was so annoyed. Right? I was so annoyed. And then the next time I saw her, I was like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going, I'm going, Sotja. And um, I didn't, but yeah, I, was, I felt like, I felt like it. I felt like drop kicking her in the face. Um, but yeah, there's a, and then there's a couple of, Stan and Mitch, shut up. I hate Stan and Mitch. They, they annoy me. I used to like them and then I hate them now. I fucking, I fucking hate them. And then the, bit, the whole bit where you have to help them in their hideout. I don't have a clue. I didn't have a clue what to do. I was just like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. It's one of those challenges. I'm very curious about <laughs> this game now. It's it, it's very it's very good. It's very. Let me dissuade you. It is a very very yeah. good game. It's just that my overall impressions is that I just don't I didn't it enjoy seems, all of it. But I yeah. I enjoyed for that. I enjoyed it for the most part. It's just that I hope that the the narrative isn't as repetitive as it's starting to become with with some of the, the political choices. Um, I'm hoping that it's it's you know because um, I keep getting the same ending where the world blows up. So yeah, uh, <laughs> hey, the world's the world's the world's yeah, but it's only one oh ending of like twenty. So it's the default ending if you get caught, and it's the default ending if you die. Okay. All right. uh, so all right. it's like it's it's not really a spoiler. It's in the trailer that everything's okay. on fire and like all okay. the, the characters you meet are all like all right. crying. I'll let you off. I'll let you off. So um, yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, it is it is a very good game. It's just I have a few few niggly things that just bring it down uh, a peg. But um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know how much it is. I think it's fifteen quid, twenty quid something like that on Steam. Um, it's eleven pound on CD keys, but they're out of stock. Or at least when I looked, they're out of stock. Um, but you can probably and it's fifteen quid on GTA. GTA. It's on consoles as well. Um, I'm not sure what car. I think it's on all the consoles. Not hundred percent certain if it's on the Switch or not, but it's definitely worth a playthrough. You, you, it's it's hundreds of hours in this game, like trying to find all the endings. I've got six of, I've got five of the twelve achievements already. Um, <laughs> so it's 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 a, it's definitely worth the price. But just bear in mind if 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 you don't like some things repetitive, or we you know you're gonna you don't like you know crappy voice acting in places it's going to annoy you like it did me a little bit but it's still it's still a very good game um i highly recommend it definitely despite the things you know it's it's despite its faults it's an eight out of ten for me so it's uh it's definitely it's definitely worth in owning putting in your library uh, i know steve's played it as well because he's got it <laughs> and Je- jelly's played it i jelly's do have some it. questions yes far away uh, uh- I'll ask some questions and then Mr. Steve can, because I know he put his hand up. Um, now, I just wanted to ask, so is it, so <laughs> whenever you start a game up, is it meant to be completely different at the start or is it the same at the start of the game? And then it's, depending it's, what you choose, it goes into a different part. Yeah, it will reference your choice that you made or whatever happened to your team at the end of your last playthrough. And then you pick a new, and then it basically go, goes to a hotline thing yeah. where you pick your new character and you'll have a starting segment you'll have various energy levels that's why i didn't even get into the energy mechanic you have an energy bar that you've got to keep up throughout the entire game and uh, you okay. have to do this via food resting 
certain actions will restore um, energy, like sleeping or resting, or some NPCs can even give you energy if you're spending on what you've done. Um, but for the most part, if you keep your energy up, you can get to the border as long as you don't mess up your QTEs and the events and stuff that you get throughout the game. Um, if you get if you run out of energy before you get to the border, uh, your goal just collapse and you'll get arrested or oh, you'll die. Okay. All right. So um, yeah, that's what I meant. To, I meant to, didn't, didn't mention that mechanic. Oh, my, that's on my, my bad. Um, so yeah, so you'll, you'll get given a choice of three starting characters, boy or girl, and each one will have different money amounts and different um, her stamina bars, depending okay. on where you want to start from. But okay. the start, you start, you always start at the same point, but you'll have different story introductions every time. But I had the same story introduction twice. Okay. So, okay. you know, and I've only made five characters. So, you know, I don't know oh. if that's rare, but, you know, I didn't, that's it just, that just, just, just slightly annoyed me. <laughs> slightly. So, yeah. So uh, I, won't, I won't say any more than that because I know Steve wants to get in and. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, all. Steve. That's uh, what I wanted to uh, ask. So. So off the back of last week's podcast, uh, we had Jelly Ogre in, and who spoke about this as well, uh, and way, the way he was going talking about it, because as a console player, like so, as Freddie mentioned as well, um, it is on Xbox, and so as a console player, it was good to have someone who's a, who doesn't just, you know, who doesn't have access to PC games. So it was always it was always interesting anyway. Uh, to hear, because I would have, because as I said to Jelly at the time, I would have missed it had he not mentioned it, because it's not something I I sort of look for. It's not something that I, um, I happen upon, even though it's on Steam. And uh, just to yeah. let you know, on Steam it is currently sixteen ninety six. So if you can find it cheaper elsewhere, I would recommend buying it cheaper, just because of some of the things that <clears throat> I can agree with on Freddy's uh, playthroughs. Um, it's interesting because I played it through, uh, out of the two of us talking today, I played it through first, and then I think he came into my stream and watched it, and then as a result. Uh, so thanks to Jelly, three, of you know, three, four of us have now jumped onto this game. So actually it was, uh, it was a very good sort of recommendation. Um, I, I, I never experienced, um, I, I experienced some of the things that uh, Freddie was just speaking about, but I, I had sort of three outcomes. Now I'm not saying I, I I would say that one of them was probably a victory, whereas the other two weren't, because they're depending on your um how you get to the border. There's different choices throughout the game anyway. So we've I know we've already covered it, but yeah, just depending on your choices you throughout the game, I think it does make massive difference on what you get. So I I was quite surprised like how different. His playthrough was when I got picked up by Big Bear John in the truck. I, I, got, picked up, I got picked up during the day. So it, it seems that there's different dialogue that uh, is built in. But when I watched 3D stream, he got picked up during the nighttime. So whether there's two storylines played out or similar storylines played out and uh, with different uh, scenarios, depending on the time of day. So that, that may impact the gameplay as well. Um, I'm sure it probably does in some point. So, yeah, so it was interesting to see that uh, the Freddy's gameplay was so different. I mean, there is there is set, set pieces because the game is on rails anyway. So you you know yeah. you, you don't get a choice to. It's not really open worlds. You, you 
you get stopped by invisible walls at certain mm. points, so you can't yeah. go on any further, and you must choose whether to hitchhike, bus, or walk. And you know certain outcomes, as as you said, your health or stamina depletes, and uh, depending on your choices. But yeah, I just wanted to say my experience is different from Freddy's. Not too much different. Like there is some uh, repetitive moments there. And like as as you asked, Beth, does the game start? The game, I think the game does start for me. I had the same start as Freddy's game did, so I would say that's probably um, already predetermined at the start what you know your first character is, or whether it's male, female, or how old that is. And then once that once you get to the certain point, if that character dies, then or dies, gets arrested. There's, there's so many different scenarios that could happen. Or even actually, you could get from A to B. I, I would say I'd be uh, well done to anyone who who plays the character from start to finish and actually gets that good ending. Because I don't know if you could straight away, unless it was really lucky. Because like I think you've got to choose and and didn't look for um, t- hints and cheats and sort of thing. You know, mm. I don't I don't think you'd actually get it straight away but the second time my second time playthrough was it was almost there my third time playthrough i'd I'd got it but i got an i got an ending and i won't say what but i got an ending <laughs> yeah. um, it's most likely i got the bad ending but <laughs> just because of the choices and that but yeah no i i again i enjoyed it and uh it was off the back of jelly's uh recommendation and yes i do agree with some of the things that freddie's say there was there was a couple of times it was um, repetitive um, but I'd go back into it again I mean I haven't picked it up since because I've been doing other things but um, yeah it's definitely got a lot of replayability if you can get over that um, that repetition, repetition. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I, yeah that, that's okay. my take on it. It, it it just needed a few more dialogue options for me just needed a yeah. bit more and I, w- I would have preferred if we had the characters we are longer and the journey was longer, so we get more story, coherent story. Because I feel like it, what hurts the game a little bit is all is the broken up story, and it's a bit jarring starting a new character all the time because you know these characters, but your character you're playing doesn't have a clue who they are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and then you want to talk to them about stuff you know, and you never get the opportunity to. So you never get the chance to sort of ask them about things and things you find out about them and it's that sort of to me that's that that's my only sort of really sort of irritable yeah. thing yeah, that no, i have I... is is you can't sort of dig deeper into the story it doesn't invest you as much because you're like oh well i'm gonna be dead in what an hour so what's the point <laughs> or a new character i don't really care about this you know this character because i'm not you don't get if you don't get anything new you're just going through the story beats these yeah. are get through the section and get to the next bit and that's just yeah. the only time I felt like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm getting bored now. You know, that's, but yeah, you know, when, it, when it's progressing the story and you're finding out new information about the characters, the game is on fire. It is literally an awesome narrative. It's just getting to those awesome narrative bits sometimes can be a little bit tedious. At least for me, and I, I don't know. Everyone, like I said, Steve said, everyone's playthrough is different. You might know, you might have playthrough and never get any of that because you're you're making the best choices all the time. So you'll get. <laughs> All the story beats, and you'll get all the new stuff, and you'll get you won't go around in circles like like I said, trying to be politically impartial. No, <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can't do it in this game. You you have to pick a side. Say, Nine, that one or that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I am curious about it. 
Yeah, um, no, it looks definitely. Cool. I would, I, I, for my playthrough, I would recommend it, and I think even Freddie is saying it's still recommending yeah. it. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. Just solid, a little. A solid eight out of ten isn't a bad yeah. score anyway. So no, yeah. Um, yeah, still a very, very good game. Yeah, but, you know, okay. Just be prepared for a Josh. little bit of repetition. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ooh. I would uh, absolutely echo that. Uh, okay, so if we're done, awesome. that, should I move on to the next one, the next uh, sure. spotlight? Are you gonna? Are you ready for this one, Beth, or should I go into my one anyway? Mine's gonna be quite short, to be fair. Mine's gonna be short too. Oh, so. well, then, well then, we're we're safe. That's we're what safe. She said. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, we we uh, walked into that one, Mister Steve. Yeah. I I. I, uh, I anticipated it i just <laughs> i just didn't mention it yeah um okay you, you can go i'll go for, go. i'll go on this one yes yeah. yeah, so yeah, you go. what i've been playing a lot of actually um this week is um planet crafter and um, planet crafter it came out um on the 24th of march so it's been out it's actually almost to the day. It's been out about a month, so so it's been out about four weeks, and it has it's it's on Steam. I think it is only available or as a PC game anyway. I did read about this a little bit. The devs have said that they currently have no plans for console relief, which is a shame, really. I feel like more people should experience this game. I think it's quite a really good game. I, it's there's not much into it. There's not much you need to do. It's an open world survival base building crafting game set on a planet so you're having to uh survive the elements that is you know another world without any atmosphere so yeah so space survival open world terraforming craft you've got to try and transform the ecosystem of a hostile planet to make it more livable for human life i bought i played this first of all as a demo which you can get on steam to get it as a demo it's currently 14.99 i think i just missed out on a a really good deal on it i i got this because i had some money in my steam account you know you, you can set up steam accounts i'm sure people are, are aware of that but anyway uh yeah so i had about i got some money uh saved up from it it was good it's basically yeah it's got similar aspects to sort of subnautica um, I would say we 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 look at benchmarks, and we mentioned it again last week. We were looking at benchmarks, uh, just because of the the aesthetics and the design of it. It's kind of similar, I would say, towards No Man's Sky in terms of its when they introduced the crafting mechanic into that game. Although it never had crafting in it, first of all, this game has a similar sort of um, you're holding a device in your in in your right hand, and it's a sort of bog standard sort of crafting deconstruction device and you be able to go around picking up uh, certain elements around the world around this planet so as i as i said i got it in the demo and i and then i purchased it straight away and the game continues on from where the demo left off i would say if you're going to get this game you probably get you probably will get a cutscene and i i think i missed the cutscene because i played the demo so but i think there is a cutscene to this and yeah, it's um, really good game. You go around, like I said, you've got to go around on this planet and you've got to basically try and change the ecosystem of the planet uh, by crafting certain items. The blueprints that come up are, if, you have, if you're familiar with Seven Days to Die, you'll get a list of items that you need to do in order to progress on. So it, might, it tells you that you, you, have, you sort of don't have to, but you should do those things. 
So that's what reminded me straight away of Seven Days to Die was the fact that there was a little checkbox at the top right-hand corner. Um, you must do this first so you can progress on. You've got to do this first so you can get the next blueprints. Um, blueprints come along really quickly in this game. I mean, it is in early access, so I don't know what they're going to do with the, the down, down the road, but at the moment, there's no, there's no combat, so you don't have to worry about combat. Your biggest enemy is the atmosphere. There's no oxygen. So you need to craft water and you need to be able to forage for some sort of food. You can, but like I said, you, you don't need to really worry about this because it's really like, unless you make a fool of yourself and not craft a certain item at a certain time, like I did. I mean, I, it's all trial and error, really, is how I experienced it. If you're going to go off exploring, I would recommend straight away, make sure you've got enough things on you to craft a a cube with a doorway once you open that cube you'll get oxygen <laughs> so it's like uh, i didn't do yeah. that at first and i kept dying as a result oh, because i didn't take enough yeah, oxygen yeah. so yeah. what will what would happen is you've got three things that you must look after food water and oxygen the oxygen depletes quicker than the than the water the water depletes quicker than the food so that food is uh, is more scarce water is easier to find pick up ice craft ice you get a crafting thing you you get you start off in a pod. So like Subnautica, you had that pod to start off with, and then you gather your resources that you need to find. Like you know, there's titanium, magnesium, cobalt, iron. All the usual things are there that you could help craft. Later on, you'll come across like uranium and stuff like that. So you'll be able to make radioact uh, um, radioactive. Uh, uh, nuclear power things, <laughs> you know. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get to. I'm trying to get to that. Trying to find, find, find the right words. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a it's a good fun chill game. It's not it's not too strenuous. Well, I say that, and then I I did a my gameplay today was <laughs> fairly strenuous. I yeah. did not realize that the that the, when you land on the planet and you you come across into you're in sort of valleys and these valleys once you get to a stage of developing water those valleys start to fill up with water you get like lakes and stuff so my base that i crafted um actually became, <laughs> became a bit of a swimming pool it was like <laughs> underneath all this water and like slowly my my base was getting drowned out i was like oh no <laughs> i'm gonna move everything or try and find everything um but that's that's try again as i said it's all trial and error you find you can you can find so much to find on this planet that you'll be able to fight uh craft things that grow plants you'll be able to find things that will help um Drilling, you need to drill, uh, you need to create drills to release the pressure off the planet. Obviously that, as we know, releasing pr pressure helps the planet um, with its atmosphere and stuff. So, you know, you can... Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, so you've got that to do. Um, you need to craft solar panels or wind turbines. As I said, you've got nuclear power stuff as well. So you've got that or radiation power thing, you know. Um, yeah, so you've got that to sort of contend with. and. Literally, I, I think I played on the demo. I probably put about three hours into it. So it's quite a lot of in, in the demo. I've come, I'm currently on about 18 hours in the, in the full game now that I've, now that I've purchased wow. it. Wowzies. 
So that's a <laughs> lot of that's a lot of hours put into this game. It's just so just because it's so chill. It's it's good for me to come home from work. It's been a long day, and it's you know I've got a choice. I can either go home. Play Elden Rings and get stressed out before, you yeah. know, which is what you want to do before you go to sleep, isn't it? Yeah. Or you can chill, course, yeah. you know, or you could chill out with Planet Crafter. And, and Planet Crafter for me has been one of those um, great games that I've been doing, like yeah. I said, 18 hours in the last sort of two weeks, I think I've had the game. And, you know, I've been crafting this massive base and then all of a sudden it's now been uh, flooded in water because I've, I, <laughs> unfortunately, I've put it at the bottom of a, a lake a dried lake at the start <laughs> became a wet lake. So I, I've reached the stage of creating water. I've reached the stage of creating um, wind and uh, rain. So those elements are now coming in. You'll get blueprints come along quite quickly. So just as you upgraded one thing, like you got a booster pack, so you got a booster, you got a backpack. I, when I created my first backpack to carry some stuff, I think it was only about 20 minutes. And then the second one got upgraded. I was like, wow, this is really quick, so I can carry more stuff. Um, depending on your type of gameplay, if you're familiar with like Valheim and stuff like that, you could stack things. In this, you can't stack things. Mm. Um, I would say that's either a, that could be a downside or a good thing, depending on your style of gameplay. It's a bit like uh, uh, Subnautica, where yeah, you yeah. can't uh, stack things either. You can't either, stack so. things in that either. No, you'd have yeah. to keep going back to... I I had to craft so many different lockers in both that and this as well. Like, I've crafted so oh, yeah. many different lockers. So many. Just so <laughs> many. It's like I've got... I've just created a room just full of lockers. It's like... <laughs> all Because uh, um, you yeah. do start off with, like, small... The typical sort of, like six by two stacked crafting boxes that you get you'll see you know minecraft has a similar sort of thing you could only stack you had to put if you put two two uh chests together you get a big chest but it's the same sort of same scenario you can only probably stack what maybe 10 items in each box and then the blueprint comes along that you can create i think it's up to 30 items so you can have okay. up to 30 items uh, again your backpack can upgrade your backpack so that becomes up to 30 items so you can carry basically the contents of a locker in in your backpack but then of course you've got to be careful what you carry because you want to make sure you've got oxygen uh capsules and water not again like i said food isn't so such an important thing but you can craft food in this i've now got to the stage of tier two food crafting um and i'm quite close to tier three so that'd be just around the corner um, you can launch rockets, which will uh, enable you to have a much broader picture of the planet by launching a rocket, which does the which maps out the whole planet for you. Or uh, I think I done I just launched a tier one, and I've just unlocked tier two, so you awesome. can have that. But there's you need to craft some computers displays to give you a display of like oxygen, heat, electricity. I'm trying to think. Uh, Surviving Mars was another similar similar game that I played, which had same sort of mechanics. Now I didn't realise with this, if you craft uh, wind turbines or any any source of um, any source of power. power, thank you, um, that helps you give electricity. In 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 something like Surviving Mars, I felt that I had to also create cables to link up to. 
uh, like the drills, for instance, or the water catcher, you've got there's a there's a nice sort of water catcher which will give you four times water instead of crafting like one one piece of ice to get water. You get four times water that needs power. I this game just you could put your power source anywhere around the planet and it would and it would be enough. It somehow linked, and I'm not sure how that kind of works. It's magic. It's, it's sort of magic, yeah. It's a little bit too easy. I mean, maybe that's what people want. I don't know. But having played so many more, like with Surviving Mars, it was a much more difficult game to get everything right. And, you know, you did send up rockets, which took in-game sort of like 10 minutes, but like it would have taken like four years, you know, by the time it counts down, you know, it's something like you'd wait for. Whereas this one is instantaneous. You know, everything's there. Once you've got the blueprint, that's it. You just craft that, that item that you need. Again, it's in early access. So I would say they might change some elements. I'm not sure if there's going to be any type of combat. Currently, there isn't um, any combat in this. It's just you and the elements. And I there's don't know if there's any combat. Sorry, sorry. Think, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's going to be any plant. There's, there's plant life, but there is also bacteria. So I'm not sure if they're going to introduce wildlife. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't see why why they couldn't. They could easily do that. Like yeah. if you're growing bacteria, that to me suggests wildlife eventually down the line. You know. So yeah, that would be cool. interesting to see what sort of wildlife there was and whether or not you'd be able to keep if there was animals in it or some type of that goes around eating all your grass that you've just grown. You know, trying to chase them off, get out of it. Um, no, yeah. it's it's just like for what it is at the moment. It's it's very, it's such a it's a it's a linear version of sort of Subnautica, if you like. Without there's no you know there's nothing there to sort of kill you. Um, as if there is meteorite, uh, there is meteor storms that happen if you do start slowly run down on resources. Um, that helps provide more resources, but there's no damage impact. So I, I feel like it, it's very easy to play. You don't have to, you're not repairing nothing. Um, again, I refer to Surviving Mars. Whenever there was a meteor storm on that, you had to repair something. Um, with this, you don't. So maybe it's, it's, just... it's, it's, yeah. Sorry, Beth. Sorry. No, no, it's all right. Sorry, I was going to just say it. it seems pretty just, you know, exploration and building it yeah it is no no threat it's whatsoever core, it's core gameplay is exploration and base building and yeah you know like i said you can get blueprints come around um by doing some explore exploring through the planet you do find some other blueprints as well little they are in the form of like a blue um electrical chip you know so um that you pick up so you're you'll take it back and then you're you have to analyze it, which takes seconds. You know, it's one of the first yeah. things that you craft is a is a monitor which helps you um, look at those microchips. So you're 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 discovered. That's another blueprint. There you go. You've added it blueprint. Um, there's a, yeah. there's a few things that I haven't crafted. I just don't need it at the moment. I, there, there is faster mining. I don't need faster mining. I don't feel like it's you know I'm, the level that I'm at now. I don't feel like it needs it. But there is a tier four mining which i've just discovered i don't i'm at tier three i think yeah. that's fast enough you're not gonna die you're <laughs> not gonna die, you know you're not gonna die struggling to pick things up like once you've built the basic base like i said once you've got electricity on the planet 
anytime you build a small base. Uh, I think my biggest complaint about this is not enough variety of base building materials of blueprints. You've got a corner and what I think would be a six foot by six foot cube every time. So you put down these six foot by six foot cubes or there's um, foundations, which again are only like sort of like, I think they're like eight foot by eight foot cubes. Uh, but they're, they're the same shape. They're the same box shape as well. You can't, there's certain times, certain places you can't put those um, objects down because you'll get a red line around it. And I think we've experienced those before. If you look at any other base building game, Valheim has a similar sort of structure thing where if you, you, could, you couldn't put certain things up, if it was red, it meant that it would collapse immediately. So you couldn't put those up unless it had a ground support. This has... This doesn't have ground support. This is more like Minecraft. You could build in the air. <laughs> you could build anything in the air. And it just, to me, I, I, I was struggling a little bit with the OCD thing of if it's not perfectly symmetrical, it's going to mess yes. with my head. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I was struggling a little bit with that. Uh, yeah. Just because it's it can clip through things and you're like, yeah. And I know games like this has that. It's just one of those things it has that all the time you can't help it sometimes procedurally generated games do that a lot where certain elements that you need to collect are within inside a rock and you think that's really annoying i can't place something down because something you can't see is in the way just because the game has spawned it in and it's like well hmm. that's really frustrating i can't place down my my foundation because of an invisible thing so that's 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 a little bit. I I did break the barrier that there's an invisible wall. I did break that. I managed to go outside. Oh, of the game. you broke it. Yeah, I broke it. <laughs> um, that was pure, purely by accident. I didn't realise. I went up <laughs> as far as I could. So there is like a limit to as far you can go. Um, I'm not sure if there's if there's going to be any extensions to the planet that you're on but yeah, I managed to find the boulder, that invisible wall that takes you outside of the game. And then all you can see is um, pixelate, uh, you know, um, framework. And it's like, ah, okay, I'm, I've reached the game pixelation and frameworks and um, uh, a wireframe, you know, the wireframe outside where games are before it had any textures put over it. So that's kind of, that was kind of disappointing that I managed to break it quite easily. But again, it's early access. Maybe they'll patch it. Hopefully they do. It's a small dev team. Um, the my my Ju, my, I think they're called Maiju Games, developed and published by. Um, so they're a small team. They've been doing it for I think for about two years. It's been in in I think it's been in development two years. It's finally in early access, as I said. But yeah, get a demo first. Try the demo out. Do what. Give it a go. I was playing. Try it. I was I was playing the demo earlier. Yeah. Because I was very curious about it, and I, I agree with like it does feel quite easy at the moment, and I've only just started playing. Yeah. So, um, but it's still really nice, like chill and, you know, like you said, and I'm definitely going to carry on playing it because I just think it's a really, like you said, chill game to just yeah. play, it you is. know? So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that's it. I don't, I can't really add much to it because I've said all that you need to know about the game. It's a base building. It's very straightforward. It's very basic in its, in its way, but it doesn't, that doesn't make it boring. It makes it, um, less strenuous towards from other games. If you want a more strenuous game, get something maybe like Subnautica or, as I said, Surviving Mars or something similar to that. Although it, 
it's not quite the same. You've got a lot more stress with those games because you've got to worry about more elements attacking you or, you know, like meter showers destroying your thing. This won't, you know, yeah. you know, so if you want a harder game, get a harder game. If you want an easier experience of build base building, then maybe this is more for you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. But yeah, well, that's pretty much me done on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless anyone wants uh, to add to anything. I've enjoyed it. I'll carry on playing it for as long as I get, until I get bored with it, which at the moment I don't see that happening. It's, uh, um, I'm, I've got to go back into my, I want to do a new game actually, try out, um, different, see whether or not the terror, um, like the, if terraform is different, you know, on, in, in terms of planet, if it is, or if it's the same planet every time, I just, I, I want to, I want to find out actually whether or not it, um, I must add, it's actually quite, quite impressive. Actually, the overwhelming positively on Steam, it's ninety six percent of the six thousand plus, or six thousand five hundred plus users have given this a overwhelming positivity uh, on Steam. So, which is, you know, since it's only been out on what four weeks. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. So, actually, not many games can get that kind of a high score on Steam. Not nowadays, anyway. No, definitely not. So yeah, just what I thought I'd add that towards okay. the end. There you go. Yeah, that's me done on that. Uh-huh. After. Awesome. All right. Uh, I'll go next then. So uh, this uh, this game is quite specific uh, that because it's a VR game. So not everyone will be able to play this. But I just want to share my experiences of playing the game. And if you do have a VR headset, you probably already have this game. But if you're looking to get a headset, I want to um, kind of encourage you to get this game. So uh, what is Beat Saber? Well, Beat Saber is a game where you have two lightsabers in your hands and these big cubes with uh, arrows on them come towards you and you have to slice them uh, uh, with your um, uh, lightsabers. So they can be red cubes or blue cubes. You can also change the colors and the settings. That, uh, so basically they come towards you, you just chop them and um, it's almost like uh, a fruit ninja, lightsabers and fruit ninja, but with no fruit. Um, mm-hmm. So this game is available on Steam, Oculus Store, PlayStation Store. Yeah, so you can, I'll, I'll go into a little bit of that you can install mods for this, uh, but you don't, if you have, for example, the Oculus version or the uh, PlayStation version, you cannot uh, download mods for it. So that just means you can't play custom maps that people have actually uh, designed uh, by getting a song that they may like and mapping it with the cubes to make it custom. But that said, do not fear because the peop- the Beat Saber, um, they have loads of volumes and loads of music packs that actually come with the game and some you have to buy yeah so all the beat saber beat saber themselves have their own uh, ost they have volume one two three four and five and volume one has one two three four five six songs in it volume two has one two three four five songs volume three has one two three four five six i think one two three four five five in volume four and one two three four five six songs or no it might be four actually but anyway they have so many songs already that come with the game and i think that's really cool the fact that they give you a load of songs and you don't have to worry like it's their own songs so you could probably 
play them on stream if you wanted to without uh, DMCA issues. But unfortunately, if you want to play custom songs, you have to go through the process of, you know, um, muting your VODs and all that to not get DMCA'd and all that, all that jazz. But it's still streamable, which I will be doing hopefully next week. Please follow me on Piece of F um, on Twitch. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so lots of music to begin with. If you have the PC version, you can download mods. Uh, there's lots of tutorials online that you can watch and you can download a, a bunch, a bunch of um, custom songs. And I think that's where the game really thrives, that uh, people can design their own maps. Some are good. Uh, actually, most of them are good. Some are very, very bad and shouldn't be available to play. But people are learning, you know, just because they want to make a, a map doesn't mean they can't. They, and, you know, like if they're just starting out, they can, you know, uh, if you wanted to design, if you're into music and you wanted to design a map, you could do so, you know, if you really wanted to. Um, and I don't know if that made sense. I kind of rambled over that. So, yeah, um, I think mods really help the game thrive. It gives people um, the ability to like play their favorite song if they wanted to, you know, and um, discover new songs that they might never listen to. But the fact that you're beating cubes as you listen to it, that sounds really bad. Um, I think is, you know, it's, I will say it's one of the funnest games I have ever played on VR. And I haven't played that many VR games, but this is, it's so, so fun. I, it, it tricks you into exercising. Like the fact that you're, it's a secret workout and you're having fun doing it. And I think just that's, uh, one of the selling points is that it's fun and you get to work out and there have been stories where people have actually lost weight playing this game and I think that's absolutely amazing but don't take that as like oh yeah I'm gonna get be safe to lose weight you would have to really like get good at the game and you know really uh, push yourself to maybe do squats every you know 10 seconds or like really get into it you know and move and get sweaty you know um so yeah uh what else was i gonna say i was gonna say that i can't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> um oh there was something on my mind and i can't actually remember what i was gonna say um hang on a minute oh yeah so music packs there's loads of music packs right now and there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen um music packs obviously you have to pay for these but they are exclusive kind of um, packs. There's Fallout Boy, Lady Gaga, Billy Eilish. <laughs> I Eilish, I think that's how you say her name. Um, Lincoln Park, Green Day, uh, Imagine Dragon, uh, Panic at the Disco, Monster Cat. So there's lots of lots of songs, even if you don't have the PC version of the game. And going into uh, difficulty. If you're thinking, oh, this might be a bit too hard, you know, like I've seen gameplay, it's okay because they have uh, easy, which is easy, obviously. They have normal, which, you know, brings the difficulty up a little bit. Uh, they have expert and they have expert plus. Currently, I can only play on expert. Um, expert plus is very uh, difficult it's very fast and you really have to move your arms and I think that's where you can lose the weight is if you get to expert plus or even expert and you really start moving your arms that's where it you know 
gets really a workout. I've been playing this game for the last week or so, whenever I can. And every time I'm done playing the game, I am sweating. Like I am tired. I am sweating. And I feel good because it's like I had fun while I was swinging my arms around, looking like a lunatic from the outside. <laughs> but I'm having fun in this little box of mine, you know, hitting these box, like being a Jedi, you know, like it, it's fantastic. And um, I recommend if you have, I'm sure most people who have a VR headset already have this game and you can vouch with me. It's absolutely amazing. It's worth the money, every cent. The music packs are worth every cent. The fact that you can get probably thousands of songs for free if you have the PC version, that's even a bigger plus, you know. Uh, they might not be good, like map songs, but you can still, you know, play certain songs and stuff. And I, I think that's really, really amazing. And the community is really good. They're always trying to beat high scores, you know. There's global high scores. There's scores with your friends, you know. There's also a campaign that you can go through. Um, I played a bit of the campaign. It just gives you a load of challenges of like, I can't really remember, but there's so many challenges and it really tests your ability uh, in Beat Saber than just hitting them, you know. It's be, uh, there's campaign, they do a party, which is uh, kind of like multiplayer, I believe. And there's a fly. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to go over the price real quick, if I can find it. Um... So the price of Beat Saber currently is I don't know. Uh, Hang on. On Steam, it's twenty three seventy nine. Twenty three. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, I say it's really worth it. It's overly, overwhelmingly positive on Steam. So if that doesn't tell you that it's a good game, I don't know what will. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently it's an indie game. I don't know that. But yeah, it's um, it's a really cool uh, VR experience. You can play it just quickly on the Valve Index, HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, and Windows Mixed Reality. And that's the headset I got. Mine is probably like the lowest of out of all those, like the lowest um, budget VR headset out of those. Uh, but even though my mine is like low budget, it still works really well with it. So it's a really enjoyable, fun game. I currently got 91 hours into it i stopped playing like a couple of years ago because i hurt my shoulder i I seem to do that a lot but i got back into it recently and i'm really loving it and i thought i'd share it because it's just a brilliant fun enjoyable game i think if you have a vr headset you should buy uh if you don't have a vr headset uh if you want to get a vr headset i would recommend getting beat saber when you do get that headset so yeah, I just, it's a fun game. They do updates all the time. Um, they recently done it up. They did. Uh, oh, that was last year. Okay. Well, they 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 do a lot of things, and songs are coming out constantly every day um, from the community of Louis Crofton's songs. And I think you should get it really. And um, I think it's worth the money and your time to really just have some fun, beat some blocks. And um, yeah, Beat Saber is a fantastic game. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've put everyone to sleep. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I do want to get VR. I mean, this wasn't the first thing I thought of. I actually thought about phasmophobia. But um, I, to be honest, I don't have the space. But if I did have the space, uh, yeah. I think this... I mean, how how many times have you punched something 
because Many of this time. game and like yeah. come away with a broken hand or not a broken <laughs> hand or anything but i have smashed your, actually... your, your, your computer to pieces because you're just yeah last night i was playing it <laughs> I was, last night last night i was playing it and uh, my desk like the end of my desk is there and i was playing it and i, I don't know where i was and i hit it and my controller came out. i was like oh my god and i had to like try and get back while i was like still hitting the blocks and that's happened many a times, but when it happens, you kind of panic, but then you can get back into the, the groove of it. And um, VR is dangerous, but it's also very fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, just be cautious that with is that. That's concern. Yeah, just be cautious <laughs> and make sure you have a big space, unlike my space isn't that big, but yeah, I still. Yeah. You can also do it seated, like you could sit down and play Beat Saber. To be honest, does that actually have the same? I don't. I can't see that having the same impact, though. I, I would imagine you I still have know. to be stood up. Like well, I could see playing something like Fesmo, you could sit down because you're just moving yeah. forward and you're turning around. You're still going to get jumped. But with this, I feel like, like you said, it's more of a workout. So therefore, yeah. um, I mean, if you want, like, it there's a there's like you can sit down and play it, but like yeah, it's cool. got. It's got that ability to yeah, do yeah. that. So it's, it's but I, like you say, I don't know what the experience would be like if you was to sit down because I've never tried that. So I don't I, I don't think it would be the same. Are you but, planning to do this stream? Are you planning to stream this anytime soon? Yes, probably uh, uh Will next you be week. on camera? Uh, no. Oh, well, then I'm not going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you play. That's no oh, fun. Uh, no. Like, okay, I'll, like I'll come maniac. by one of your streams. The next time you're playing it, I'll come by one of your streams. I look like a maniac, as I'll tell as you. Well, as, as long I as love my, the game. It allows me to do so, but yeah. Um, I love the game, but if, you, if you're watching from the outside, you look like a complete fool. <laughs> that's why I wanted to, <laughs> you to be on the camera. That's, that's why it's funny. That's funny. That's what makes the experience. Yeah. I was joking about on my stream. I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but we were saying that um, we're talking about how I'd have to mute my vods um, when they watch it through. Yeah. And they were saying, imagine someone joining and they just see you doing this with no music or anything, and it's just you hitting some blocks. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> without music, funny. yeah, I can't imagine it being that much fun. Because um, no. there's like, there's a few of these sort of games where they introduce. Actual, you know, music, actual sort of like yeah. licensed music. Pistol Whip, like Pistol Whip. They try to. They, the thing is, uh, most games are trying to copy Beat Saber, and I, I don't think that's the, the way to go because it, 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 Beat Saber's done. It's their own u- unique idea, and they've executed it really well. But people are trying to copy that just to try and see if they can get that same kind of um, success, but. Like Pistol Whip, for example, that's quite a unique game. It's you shoot the beat, you're moving, you're shooting, you're dodging. Like that's a pretty good game too. But I've never played it, but I've seen gameplay and stuff, and that also implements the music and uh, almost like John Wick in a way. <laughs> make, make Matrix and John Wick with music. Um, but yeah, Beat Saber is a, a must-play if you have a VR headset and. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, just, to, just to jump in, I have played Beat Saber sitting down. Okay. It's fine. Okay. I only play on easy though. I'm not like I'm anything above that, and my body just goes. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> um, my, yeah. my kids are actually super duper good at it. Harvey's um, he plays it on expert, and it's okay. quite funny. Like you say, watching him flail around the room, 
And when yeah, you're trying a, to get past, to get, yeah, to, <laughs> you get yeah. clocked in the face <laughs> like he did to me two weeks ago. He <laughs> <laughs> knocked me out. <laughs> so he straight in the face with the, I mean, the controller yeah. that plays in the PlayStation 4. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, probably yeah. don't have a set up anymore because I ain't got the room. But yeah, um, yeah the, it's it's really fun game. It's really it's really um, makes you feel like a Jedi. The vroom, yeah. I do the sound effects and I do the vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the sound effects. Well, ah, join the dark side. Do blocks have? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's just a bit of fun. Uh, it's exceptionally yeah. good for your for your mobility and um, you know work out your you get rid of your chicken arms in no time. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely um, one to. One to have in your collection if you have a VR headset, 100%. Yes, 100%. How would you compare this to, say, something like Just Dance? Or if you know about... Um, like, yeah, Just without Dance. Because Just Dance is basically the same, similar sort of, like, movements. I, I suppose... But without the uh, VR element, right? I, I suppose um, with Just Dance, it doesn't have as much immersion as you would yeah, yeah, yeah. playing with a like VR headset. A VR. Yeah, yeah. Like just playing in VR, hitting the blocks, it feels so cool. You feel epic, and not to say Just Dance isn't cool. Um, I'm sure you can get a lot of um, you know, workout with that, and you can dance around. Um, the only thing with me is I prefer to play Beat Saber because I don't have to necessarily move around a lot. I'm moving my arms, and that can help me if I want to lose weight or whatever I'm, you know, doing. Um, with Just Dance, you have to. I don't know. It's 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 a, that's a good question. I I prefer Beat Saber because it's more immersive and yeah. more fun. I would say. No, I just personally. thought it was interesting, like to, to include some of these games that are outside of their sort of yeah. comfort zone, if you like. You know, not just sitting at the computer, but um, or or, or a screen. To know, be honest, but, with um, just you know, dance, people just. People can just wave their controller around. Yeah, and yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll be like it'll be like perfect. Keep going. You're doing perfect, and you, you're just waving it around in front of you. I don't think you get enough of these type of like rhythm games. You know. No, I don't. I don't think so. And I think so Beat I think Saber really. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's why I wanted to include stood out just now. They're um, they're usually on the mobile now. All these rhythm games of so yeah, yeah. the yeah doing all the button pressing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, most of them are. Which I I don't. I think Beat Saber is just really it's a unique, unique experience. It yeah, is very yeah, unique. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I could talk uh, about it. all day, but <laughs> I shouldn't. That's no, good. It's good to, it's good to bring something different to the to the table, isn't it? It's like something yeah. you know, Beat Saber's like VR, um, and not everyone has VR. But if those people who do have it, the, you're definitely you're saying definitely um, it's worth it's worth adding to your to your wish list. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Excellent. No, no, it's good. It's good to. Uh, Good to hear something different for a change, I guess. Um, yeah, you. I think we you. should. <laughs> thank you very much, Beth, for that uh, insight into the uh, VR world of a Beat Saber. Uh, so I think we should move on then. I think we should go into our next segment. Um, so yep. we should do the 25th or uh, 25 years. I think we should do that one next. Years. Let's look at the so today is the twenty fifth episode of the pod bits and pieces podcast. Since we started, actually twenty seven weeks ago we started, but we took two weeks off because of Christmas and New Year. <laughs> so technically it's twenty seven yeah. weeks, but we've been we've been doing it. This is our twenty fifth episode, and I uh, I thought it'd be an idea to look back at some of the old games that we won't 
won't be around as much or won't be as um pe- people might not um be aware of them so yeah i i thought about yeah let's let's look at something so something that came out in 1997 as that is 25 years ago so yeah i thought that was a nice sort of segue in <laughs> for 25th episode 25 years yeah. ago um, right. so i can't wait for the 50th <laughs> <laughs> what, what games are out 50 years ago? <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly. Yeah, board games. Yeah, parlor Solitaire. games. Solitaire. Tiddlywitch. <laughs> we, we, um, we could talk about that. Skip and jump. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so do you want to take, take this one first, uh, Freddy? Yeah. You've got uh, to talk yeah. about um, the original um, version of Resident, uh, Resident, sorry, my mistake, <laughs> of um, Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII, yes. Yes, th- 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 this game has a very special place in in my heart because I, I this was the first RPG, Jap- the Japanese RPG that I ever got into, I ever played. Um, I was I was an RPG, RPG noob uh, when I played this game back in my uh, 14 when I was 14, wow. 25 years ago. Hey, and, um, you know, as, this game is, was literally set me, this is my first game I ever put thousands of hours in. It's a, um, there's a bit of a personal story to this one. Um, I went out after my uh, car, car accident when I was 10, I, I really couldn't really do a lot. Of, I've always never been able to do a lot of physical stuff, but it took, took a long time to recuperate my leg strength because of the poor, um, Condition my legs and that were in, and then I didn't have enough physio. And it's a very long story, but basically, when this came out, I was kind of like not that couldn't do much. So I spent a lot of time indoors, like I do now, unfortunately. But um, I got this. I bought this game on the basis of a of a a demo disc. <laughs> Remember those the demo <laughs> discs we used to get at the PlayStation magazine. So I got the PS One. I had a few PS PlayStation games. Um, and I got the PS1 magazine. I had this dad demo. I had a demo of this on it. And I, I loved it so much, I managed to convince my, my dad to get it for me. 60 quid back then. You know, back in the day, 60 quid. Still, you know, you think, you think it's games are cheap. Games are cheap now. No. Games have always been expensive. Um, I, so I don't, I don't know what, how I managed to get it, but I got it and I started playing it. And this game is, um, if you, you probably, anyone who's anybody would probably would have heard of the Final Fantasy series. Final Fantasy series has been going since 1988 or 89 uh, on the Super Nintendo and the old Nintendo. Pretty much in the Japanese game started on those consoles. And then it made made the transition over to the PlayStation series. And this is when it really picked up for um, Square Enix. This this is why Square Enix is the company it is today. This is why Square Enix has bazillions in the bank account because because they've always had the Final Fantasy series. But one to six was middling, was okay. Um, I think number one did the best. Uh, number six did okay. Uh, uh, number seven was a make or break for them. So they, they put everything they had into the, the PlayStation engine and they come up with a 3D version of Bar Fantasy. And this game is one of the best RPG games ever made of all time for me. Um, the story is amazing. There is an absolute so much reading <laughs> so much reading and if you happen to have played the remake you will know that they can't even fit this entire game into one 
into one game. They've got to break it up into multiple parts because this game had four discs <laughs> where it was a massive <laughs> game back then. Um, so uh, like the first part, the Midgar part, which is part of the remake, that that's that's expanded upon in like 50 hours plus. The Midgar part in this game is only a couple of hours. It's only about five hours, six hours of the game. That's how big the game is. Right, and then you get it. Starts off quite a linear game. You go into this. You're, you're this mercenary called Cloud. Um, he's a he's a merchant for hire, and he comes into this squad, uh, the Avalanche Group, because of uh, his connections with uh, his long term um, childhood friend Tifa, who who recommends him for this job because it's his first gig as a as a mercenary. So he, he's quite cold. He's quite selfish. He's only in it for the money. And then you take control of him, and there's there's no there's, there's no there's some minor decision making in this game. It's not it's the the story is pretty much laid out for you. It's a it's a it's a very much like linear path story, but it's so massive that um the whole game, if you even if you just speed run this game, it minimum is like twenty nineteen hours without doing the side quests and finding all the stuff. And this so this is the Elden Ring of its time. Uh, so that's that's pretty much the best way I can describe it. This this game took everybody by storm, and it's a turn-based game. There's turn-based combat. You've got a, a limit system. You've got a, the uh, I can't remember what it's called. There's a time battle system where you have to wait your turn, and your characters you pick an action for your character, whether it's attack, defend, cast spell, use a limit break, um, and is is um pretty much like the run quite a simple. Simple to pick up, hard to master sort of thing. And and you level up your characters, and the, the maximum level is 99, which I got to. And you level up your weapons, your materials, stuff called material, which is basically magic. Uh, you put in your equipment slots. And you have different equipment that has different slots that enables you to strengthen up your characters. And you have uh, accessories that give you various benefits. Pretty much like uh, Elden Ring sort of style, similar sort of, sort of comparison, is that you'll pick up a... Uh, a relic that will give you a say attack boost or magic magic negation or damage reduction same sort of thing in Final Fantasy 7 you'll pick up a ribbon which will give you immunity to all all status effects you'll pick up an ice bangle gives you resistance to ice fire bangle lightning bangle etc etc get the general gist you know general RPG beats now we're all familiar with but we're we're very much sort of not well known as known back then and um, you know unless you played like um, the Dungeons and Dragons stuff, or you played the uh, Icewind Dale games, you, you wouldn't be familiar with such like stuff in in gaming. So this is what launched it all into the mainstream, the like RPGs. And um, Cloud is is an ass for the most game, most of the game. But the story is, I don't want to give. I mean, you probably already know the story, and so I want to give you a little spoiler warning here. If you haven't played it. Uh, but you've played the remake, then you'll know what I'm talking about. If you've never played the remake or the original, you can usually the original is on sale most places, or you can pick it up for a five or a tenner. It's not expensive. Um, I think uh, Keck sells it for like fifteen pound. Um, but usually Steam, I think it's Steam is fifteen twenty quid. I think for the original. Um, but play the original first before you play the remake. The original is the, the go-to, and the, there is if you if you really are like oh, but I don't like the graphics. If you're playing on PC, you can actually mod the entire thing to look infinitely better. There's an entire there is a whole mod conversion pack that updates the graphics to like modern day. So like it's you got, you got like instead of having because the characters are little chibi characters on the map, 
and it's all 2D, 3D backgrounds. So the whole thing is all like picturesque backgrounds, and you've got your little 3D character which runs along them, and you go up ladders, and you know, it's just it is when, the, when the battle starts, and you, when you initiate a battle, the screen spins around, and you get random encounters. So the, the whole thing is random encounters, and then you'll have set bosses at certain story elements in the in the game. So I'm going around in circles here, but it's just so much to cram in. Um, and the opening scene is that you're evading a, uh, a Mako factory, which is uh, run by the big bad corporation <laughs> um, uh, Blizzard. I mean, sorry, uh, Shinra, uh, who are who are the evil ones? They are the evil ones, and they are <laughs> sucking the life out of gaming. I mean, sorry, the planet, and you've you've got to uh, <laughs> you've got to mm-hmm. save save the uh, planet, so to speak. That's what the avalanche, what the radicals are. Um, but it doesn't go to plan. It all goes tits up. Um, the group gets framed, um, and then you have to spend uh, the the next bit, that like chase sequence, on the run, escaping and fighting your way out of the of the main city. Uh, and eventually, you meet the the main characters. So the the group, the main group of characters is Barrett, who's a uh, massive black dude. You know, really like what are you looking at, you really like, like, like Mr. T sort of style. Uh, yeah. But he does become a bit more humble as the game goes on. And uh, if you played the remake, you'll know he's an amazing character. The guy, who, uh, I'm going off track because it's, it's too much to talk about. He's amazing, right? And then you've got Cloud is also really, is, he becomes, he's, he's a narcissistic twat at the start, but you soon love him by the end of the game. Um, and there's a reason for that as well. I'm not going to go into too much um, spoiler territory. Just even watch the movies. Play the games, read the comics. There's so much content on this file. Fa- the Final Fantasy VII has been carrying Square Enix since its start, since its inception. So there's so much content. You can just Google it and you uh, watch watch the movie as well. The the movie is a uh, is so good. Um, and then you've got Aerith, who you meet a bit later on as the flower girl, who's Cloud's one of Cloud's love interests. And you've got Tifa, who's his childhood friend, love interest. Which puts which puts Clara Croft to shame. That's all I'm going to say about Tifa. And then you've got um, with the older. <laughs> and then you've got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, right. And then you've got uh, the character's known for it. I'm just making fun of it. She she's got. If you don't know what I'm talking about, she's got the the um, the package up front. Right. That's all I'm going to say. She's got the package up front. And then she's got. Oh. Uh, and you've got um, which is uh, it's, it's an anime thing. Anime, yeah. anime girl design. There you go. There's a, there's a nicer way of saying it. Um, footing it all the time, don't I? Right, and it's, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got uh, Yuffie, who is an absolute twat in this game, but oh. she's she's awesome in the in the remake. But she's an annoying. She's a she's an annoying little shit in this game. And then you've got Vincent, who's one of the best characters ever. Um, I think I'm forgetting someone. Sid, Sid is great. And then you've got uh, you've got red as well is also really good. So and then you've got Catsif. <laughs> Don't like Catsif. Right, he's another shit. But um, th- these <laughs> characters are going to be heavily developed upon in the remake, which is which is good news. So they're they're not very great characters. The, the best characters are Cloud, Barrett, Tifa, Aerith, Red. In in my opinion, that's who I fell in love with. Um, and especially Tifa because you know I was a fourteen year old kid. Right. Um gameplay wise, it go you explore various areas, you do lots of story beats, uh, the save point system. It's not a traditional save mechanic where you just pause it and save it. You have to find 
um, saving saving stations, which can be really annoying if you die in between the saving station, like you run into a boss you weren't expecting, or you run into an open world boss you didn't know was coming, and then you get your ass handed to you because you're massively under leveled. There, there are certain fights in this game you have to be leveled up for, and if you try and take them on without the right level, you'll be stuck. So you do have to do a fair amount of grinding in this game um, to progress. Uh, and it also grinding also issues benefits of you get money, you get potions, you get weapon upgrades, you get magic. Um, and this, and basically when you go out of the city, it goes into an open world game. So then it becomes a massive open world. You run around this great big massive map. Um, and then you find all the other story elements and the story towns and the, the story sort of goes across. You get, you get into a ship, you go across the, go across the world, you go underwater in a submarine, you go flying up in an aeroplane. Uh, you have like a hot balloon thing at some point. You know, and there's a theme park you can go in and have loads of fun in. There's so many mini games. There's so many things to do in this world. There's even an, there's even an RT, RTS mini game where you make build control an army and have to defend a mountaintop from being in, invaded, which is actually a very good story story point. And it's actually is an actual battle, but you're just controlling it from a, a video game sort of point of view. Um, and it's just so it's so much stuff to cram in. Um, I I I 100%ed the game, but by the time I 100%ed it, my total hours in the game was about 277 hours. My final save, um, and that was that was maxing out everything, finding everything, getting all the getting all the mess, all the summon materia, which are the summons that are really powerful that they save your ass in the game. Getting all the weapons, finding all the characters' weapons, getting all the limit breaks. Yeah, there's there's so much to do, um, and. It's just it's just a game that's just if you love RTSs, uh, RPGs, sorry, and you love um, you know, anime uh, designed characters, and you like a really good in-depth story with plenty of twists and turns, then Final Fantasy VII is a must-own game. And the reason it's been around for twenty-five years is because it is one of the best games Sega NX has ever produced, which is why. When the, you remember the PS PlayStation 3 demo when they demonstrated the Final Fantasy VII intro? Do you remember that when they did the E3 and they showcased the PlayStation 3 graphics and they and, and they, did, they remade the intro for Final Fantasy VII where the camera swoops in and you see Cloud on the train and he jumps off the train and pulls his sword off? It's absolutely epic. That's when everyone went, we want a remake of Final Fantasy VII. Give, 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 give. Now, 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 now. We want right? it. We want it now. And it's taken them, what, 15 years <laughs> to get make yeah. the remake? <laughs> I mean, at least they, you know, got it. Yeah, so honestly, and I just will touch on very quickly, um, the remake is amazing. Um, as, a, as a hardcore Final Fantasy VII fan, I'm very, very happy with what they did in the remake. They kept all the things in that they should have done. They didn't change any of it. They built upon what was there. They built, they freshed out the characters and even the DLC, which I wasn't going to buy, uh, got included with the PS because I bought the PS4 version and got the free upgrade. So I got the free upgrade to the PS5 version and I got Interglard included, which is usually a £20 um, extra extra cost. So I got the DLC, which features Yuffie, when they flesh out Luffy, which I didn't think was possible because I hated that character so much. I I refused to put her in my party. I refused to have anything to do with her. I used to to get get killed in every group we ever... Every time we had to be forced (laughs) to party selection, I would make sure she died immediately. 
Oh wow! <laughs> so she I, had some hate. I, I, no, she was. She, there's a re. If you play the game, you'll know why. Because um, I'm not going to give it away because it, it will spoil the remakes. Whoever's listening to the or plays the remake, but there's a re. There is a reason why she's like the way she is, and you, you do find out, and you do eventually sympathise with her, and you know you do eventually. Everyone gets a massive character arc growth. Everyone gets massively fleshed out in the in the throughout the. Um, throughout the game, it's just they're doing it a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot better in the remake. They're doing it a lot in a lot better way. Um, but th- th- once I found out the reason, I didn't quite hate her as much. But for most of the game, I was like, "You, f- <laughs> you didn't want her. Didn't want anything to do with her." Um, and uh, yeah, so she, it's, it's it, the remake is handling it so well, and I actually now like Yuffie because I now understand what she went through before she meets the group. So it's it's kind of like there's so much backstory. There's a as this gives my hindsight. Uh, there's a video game called Final Fantasy Core Crisis, uh, which you can now play on emulators. I think you can get it on um, the Switch. I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, but it wasn't the PlayStation Portable. But they got rid of it. The place they got rid of the PSP. And this was a back. This was a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. So this 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 indicates one of the main characters that you 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 find out about in Final Fantasy VII. So if you want to start the story from the very, 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 very beginning, then you, you play Final Fantasy VII Core Crisis, and then you play Final Fantasy VII, and that will give you the whole story, which is roughly about 150 hours worth of content. Okay. So you get you, you get your you get value for money in this game, and um, it's a testament to to RPGs. We wouldn't have half the RPGs we have today if it wasn't for Final Fantasy VII success. I'm absolutely certain of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, I'm glad it's still here. I'm glad we got a remake. I'm glad part two is coming out next year um, for the remake. And I, I absolutely can't wait to see where they're going to go with the, with the story and how they're going to implement the open world aspect of, of the game and the remake. And, it's, and uh, if it's, if it's as good as it has been, it's going to be, one of the best games I've ever made on the P- on any console, never mind the PS5 exclusive. So um, I'm high. I've got my high. I've got my hopes high. So Square <laughs> Enix, don't let me down with the part two of the remake. Honestly, you started off so well. The game deserves so much care and attention, and it's one of the shining lights of the RPG world. And it's probably the only thing you haven't messed up out of your entire company <laughs> yeah. so recently. So uh, I really hope they don't uh, go down the whole uh, microtransactions route and ruin it with all that nonsense. And they've told us they're not going to, but since when Hopefully can you they trust, keep- yeah, mm-hmm. can you trust corporations? What they say? Oh, honestly, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. But when you're not looking, fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, you know, but yeah, that's 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 me on the the twenty fifth anniversary, the must own have must have game, uh Final Fantasy Seven. Nice. Okay. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, I don't know if I don't think I can top that. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll I'll give it a go. I'll try it. Um so yeah, like we said, it's the twenty uh twenty fifth episode, so we're gonna go back twenty five years to nineteen ninety seven. So the game that I've picked out for that came out 25 years ago, um, it's probably the, the only decent Bond game to come out. So if you haven't guessed already, it is, of course, The Man with a Golden Gun. No, I'm joking. It's, it's GoldenEye. Um, <laughs> I don't think they did The Man with a Golden Gun, but it would have been crap anyway. Most Bond games that came out after this 
never really lived up to the hype that was GoldenEye. I think GoldenEye was the only real, like I said, it's the only real Bond game to come from a licensed or anything. And most most licensed games never really do well. So I'm just really glad that they sort of did this. And this, I don't think they actually did a a remake of this. And I think a lot of people cried out for it. But, um, but yeah, uh, it's just, you know, this is... Obviously, so it's a first-person shooter developed by Rare. Um, it's published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. Um, so if anyone who owned that at the time, you would have, um, you must have owned this game. I mean, I'd be surprised yeah. if you didn't. Yeah, um, I did. So yeah, obviously, it's almost beat for beat for the film, but it does obviously it comes from the same from the film of the same name, Goldeneye. And England, yeah, James. So it has a <laughs> single-player campaign. Which uh, you play as obviously the secret intelligence service agent Bond, James Bond, Bond, Bond. But everyone, everyone uh, does. Yeah. Why does everyone uh, do a Sean Connery? Even though it's even though it's Pierce Brosnan. James Bond. James, James Bond. James I can't. Bond. Yeah, no, no one can. Uh, <laughs> Never gonna try. Bond. Uh, <laughs> James Bond. No, I don't know. No, Bond. No, no, one can really, no, no one can really top that. Yeah, can they? Uh, so yeah, you've got several levels that you've got to go through in the game. There's obviously there's there was a split there was a split screen death match thing that you could do a multiplayer of. I think it was up to four people. Yeah, it must have been four people because it was um obviously local um multiplayer. So I think it's uh I'm trying to remember where I was there. I sort of throw myself off. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so obviously, uh, gameplay. So it's a first-person shooter uh, where you take you take control of obviously James Bond. You go through a series of levels, and each level the player must complete a, se- a set of objectives while a computer-controlled opponent, like these NPCs that are in there, try and hinder the player's progress. So yeah, you go through, obviously, it's, it's almost beat for beat where you go to in this game. So yeah, the um, you've got to stop the mad scientist or whatever he was. I don't know, I can't remember what he was now. <laughs> Chemical weapons facility at the uh, Bailamora Bi- uh, Dam. I don't you remember the dam thing at the start. If anyone yeah. remembers the game, yeah. uh, remembers the film, like you don't. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you've got to follow um, James Bond and fellow double agent Alex uh, Travelin, who are you know I think it was uh, Sean Bean who played him, wasn't it? Um, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are sent to infiltrate the facility and uh, obviously plant charges uh, during the mission. You got uh, you got uh, Travelin. He then shot General. Um, What's his name? Ar- Arcady. Arcady? Is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, Ulmoviv. Ulmoviv. I, just, I don't know. What's he? Or, Russian. Or trying to get a Russian name. I'm trying to do a Russian uh-huh. sort of like oh. spelling oh. of it. But yeah. So uh, obviously Bond I'll escapes on an airplane and it's five years later. Then it's down the line a little bit. You go back to, you go back to Slovenia, Russia, um, where you meet Boris. You remember Boris? Not <laughs> Boris, yeah. Not, 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 Very nice. Boris. 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 Yeah. Everyone remembers that. But yeah, basically, you've got to try and stop the uh, the launch of the satellite known as GoldenEye. So that's obviously where it, you know, gets his name from. So it's, it's sort of ties ties into the movie pretty much. Um, the You know, the, the space weapon... Um, Thing that um, they were going to fire upon uh, somewhere on Earth, yeah. Uh, and then you got to try and use like waves to stop it. You end up you follow 
like you go to obviously you go to the Soviet Union, you go to Monte Carlo. Um, I think where did you, where, where did you go to after that? I, I can't remember where you went to after that, but you go to you go around the world as Bond. Um, yeah, you go to different areas, different areas around the world, facing XKGB agent um, Val- Valentin Zolowski, um <laughs> to meet the the chief of Jonas organization. Yeah, it's uh, it's I just I just it's one of those like Bond. It's a Bond game. You've got so many different types of weapons in it. Um, I'm sort of get lost. Um, sort of got kind of a little bit off track here. But, and gadgets, uh, gadgets. <laughs> the game yeah. features more than twenty weapons. I think you had pistols, submachine guns. You had assault rifles, uh, sniper rifles, grenades. I, I, I mentioned, uh, I think throwing knives as well. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. Bond actually having that in the game, but he might maybe he threw a pen or something, and they was inspired by that. I they, they did make a remake of it, didn't they? And we released the re- it's GoldenEye Reloaded. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah, I wasn't sure that I did, but um, now you mentioned. Yeah, it. I've got I've got a trailer of it because <laughs> I'm watching it. You're watching there's the all new cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff in, they, they added loads of stuff to it, so build up on the game. Yeah, but they, that's why they got they, they did have 20 weapons. You're right. Yeah, but I think the Reloaded ones got a few more. Yeah, a few yeah. More surprises. Yeah. So that the re- but like obviously I was talking about like the the original release. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I know, no, yeah. it's fine. The, the, the remakes <laughs> worth mentioning because people might not be. No, I wasn't aware of it to be honest. That's why I didn't. I didn't mention it. Stuff. It's hard to get hold of the retro stuff yeah, these days. So the retro stuff, like like you said, they did a remake. But I'd love to see this like come out elsewhere as well. You know, it'd be good to see that 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 other version come out somewhere. It has to be somewhere. Um. The, yeah. So yeah, it's got twenty yeah. odd weapons. Emulators. <laughs> emulators that's it that's all it is nowadays yeah, yeah, it's emulators yeah. now the only yeah. way you're going to play these games um so yeah, yeah each weapon has its own characteristics ammunition and uh interchangeable between uh some weapon types uh like the p- pistol and machine gun share the same am- ammunition um so you could that was okay you could pick up ammunition on the way the there was no way that, that yeah there was no health recovery items but body armor was a thing yeah you you had yeah. to acquire that provided they um, secondary health bar. You had like a health bar, secondary health bar, and that would go over the top of it. And I don't know if stamina was a thing. I can't remember. That might have been. I'm just from memory, but I don't remember. That, I don't think there was or not. But yeah, like I said, it's the st- oh, the, the laser, of course, on the uh, the the gadgets. One of yeah, the laser ones. watch. The laser oh, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you had to try and defuse the bomb on the train. Yeah, um, that sounds so fun. I kept trying to kill people with it. Yeah. <laughs> this it, it what it, it was and what it's and it still is i i would say i i would argue the case that it probably still is fun just like you've got to look past the, the the graphics you know would be slightly dated now but um, yeah by today's standards but there, there's some there's some retro games out there now with 8-bit that you happily enjoy playing uh, yeah, Core yeah Keeper. That's true. it's all about the gameplay more than the yeah, graphics yeah, like Core so Keeper Core Keeper for yeah. instance you know, yeah the, the, Stardew Valley Stardew Valley, Valley yeah. they, they, oh, those, those sort of 8-bit you know the type games the graphics and that they are, they're actually being made now you know they're not they're just, like in fashion now they're in fashion so. so looking at this game whether it was a 8-bit or 16-bit or 12 you know whatever that's a 64-bit 64-bit because it's a 64 console obviously but um you know as a reference to those other games that are out there they're still good to play because it's all about the gameplay it's all about the enjoyment and it's no there's no um microtransactions 
There's no oh, yeah. live server. Oh, There's no, you know, That's you cool. didn't get right. DLC, but you didn't Got get... Got original gameplay now, yeah. You didn't Sorry. get that, um, the crap that comes along with modern AAA games. When games were games. When games were games, <laughs> you picked up a game, you had to complete it because you couldn't save anything. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, wow. That was like, I think the uh, some of the earlier stuff, you couldn't save for some things. I mean, yeah, I just... I um gameplay it's just really good like there is a like i said there's a multiplayer the golden knight uh feature on this was up to four players and it's uh several deathmatch scenarios via yeah, uh, team deathmatch split screen yeah, the, yeah. Uh, they included uh you only live twice the living daylights the man with a golden gun i was, I was joking about it but there is actually a, a gameplay and a license to kill yeah so it's you had normal uh, standard mode where players score points by killing the opponents. Players can be uh, grouped in teams or compete individually. You only live twice gives players, uh, for instance, like two lives before they eliminated from the game. Um, so yeah, you had different yeah. things um, in License to Kill. Players die from a single hit with um, any weapon. They had Oh, you had different guns. Yeah, the, the guns. The clob. The clob. Could be dual yeah. world for additional firepower. Uh, mm-hmm. Stealth was obviously encouraged in this game as well. <laughs> I know so, it was no, encouraged, no, but did you do it? Though. Did you do no, it? Did you hit? No, you was no, like no. straight up, straight up shooting. Every time I tried, stealth just failed miserably. So I was like, "Fuck <laughs> it." What is stealth? I yeah. don't know stealth? what that what, word what, is. What, what do you mean stealth? I don't understand stealth. stealth. We just yes, throw I grenades do. in and hope for the best. I leave away Jenkins at stealth. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Let's go in, guns blazing. So I exactly. suck at stealth games. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just playing, playing, playing this throughout. It was just one of those fun nostalgia. Look, going oh, back. Play this now. It's great, great <laughs> games. Great games. Great, great fun. Quite I don't fun. think you'd ever really rage quit a game like this. It wasn't too difficult. I, don't, I mean, I don't think it was, but like, and there might have been certain points where you there was certain points. Was quite certain hard, points yeah. where you where you was yeah, which is what I was just about to say. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but it was like there were certain points where you just like <laughs> I run out of bullets. Yeah, that was oh, the worst. Running run out, out of running out of bullets when you've got a, um, some dude with a big shotgun or machine gun you know in certain areas I, I do remember that trying to play another Bond game and it had sort of similar things to it but it was just awful it was just bad I can't remember which one it was it was I think it was off, it was part of the Pierce Brosnan era because I think thinking about it yeah like GoldenEye was one of the first game uh, films to come out after six years of absence it, it, you know uh, I think it was Roger Moore who left and then Bond, this came out so that when this came out it was like oh I'm really into Bond at the time and like yeah great we've got a game that goes along with the film and then later on they do another game that goes along with the one of the other films and it was crap it was just awful so I think this is the only Bond game to actually do really well at least mm-hmm. in my opinion okay. <laughs> yeah, the only the only good Bond game I remember playing after Goldeneye was on the Playstation 2 and it was uh, James Bond everything or nothing and it was fully voiced and modelled after all the actors and yeah. had Pierce Brosnan in it. And I can't, I'm, just, I'm trying to get the, the, the list up um, of who I, was in I, it. I think Sean Connery came back and he came out of retirement to voice act one more Bond game. And I oh, yeah, wow. he did. Yeah, it was... Um, he, oh, he had actually given up. He had actually retired. But I forgot about oh, that. 
He's. I, I think it was his game. grandson who is who, who from Russia with love. Yes, from Russia yeah, with love. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing Bond game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he came back and he did that. And um, yeah, it was the. Uh, it was that uh, um, inspired him. It was like, yeah, that's it. I, and, but he ultimately he had actually retired by that point. Oh. Okay. So yes, yeah, uh, there you go. It's that's pretty awesome though. So it wasn't so much the money. It was just. It was just. I got a. I got a grandchild. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. attempt there as a <laughs> Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I, I actually want to. I actually remember the the, the the vehicle chase sequences in Everything or Nothing, and I, I I actually really enjoyed that game. That was one. Of, that was one of the better PlayStation Two Bond Bond games. And then I'm Russian for Love was the best one. Yeah, out yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. Um, but that 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 was the best. That was actually the best version of Pierce Brosnan's Bond. And it was in the game. <laughs> and it was it was the best one by miles. And I actually remember saying when I, because the reason I got it is because my dad was a massive Bond fan. So he loved it. He had all the collection, all the DVDs, all the VHSs yep. of all the Bond stuff. And he, every time a Bond game came out, he would just buy it for me. Like, he didn't even ask me. He'd be like, you're playing that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, it, uh, and he'd sit with me and we'd play it together. And then I'd laugh at him getting killed and uh, I'd take <laughs> over and, and win. Um, yeah. And uh, one thing, one thing that I will say about Goldeneye is the aiming system was the first time you could shoot an NPC in the throat. They'd hold their throat and they go <laughs> and, and yeah, die. That's, that's like, what, oh, yeah, that's like, As far as like first-person shooters were concerned, like the, not many first-person shooters came out that were any good, and this was one of no. the first ones to do really good um, FPS physics. Physics and yeah. that, and especially you shoot their knee, they shoot them both in both their knees, and they hold their knees and go ah, and they keel over to the floor. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, awesome. and you shoot, you can shoot the weapon out their hand, and you go up to them and punch them. There's there's so much stuff you you, you could go through the whole game about killing anybody. You just knock them out, apart from the ones in the tanks and stuff where you have mm. to shoot them. Like the, the the one thing I used to do, they used to have the tiniest little amount of sleeve. Showing around the corner, they would be standing there. Or you just shoot that little bit of <laughs> little clock, and then fall over. And, and yeah, 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 and yeah. Again, yeah. it's how you got. It's how you got them out of. Um, <laughs> how you got them out of of, of camping, and uh, the, the, the the multiplayer was so much fun. So I used to play this with my brothers and my old man. So we used to do four player and um, odd job. You remember? Yeah, 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 odd job. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so you couldn't shoot him. He's so fucking short. You, you you go around the corner and you you, you do that the, the the average height shoot the you know shooting the head and he'd just be like pew pew right in the nuts and you're dead so it's <laughs> like it's like ah oh, come on and that was before you couldn't patch it they couldn't change it it was odd job was just everyone just pick the first person to pick odd job wins you know that's the, yeah. that's how it used yeah. to work yeah. you know and uh, oh, it, was, wow. it was so much yeah but odd job odd job was a, was a hundred percent a cheat code. And, uh, we're not being our jobs and pick someone else <laughs> this, takes, this this you know goes back to that time where you had to be in the same room to play yeah. multiplayer you had to be on the yeah. same console and it was on that console imagine that, that. now now here here all four here we go all three of us here um play multiplayer but we've never actually met in person so it's like I, no, that's no, crazy to think about it's yeah. just you know and this is here we are 25 years old. And this yeah. is the technology we're at now. We're, yeah. we're now doing. Yeah. We're talking from our own respective rooms, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I, I thought it was an idea to come back to look at a, a particular game. There was there was a, a long list we yeah. could have chose from the Golden Eye. Um, I could actually pick quite a few games that came out in '97 and go, 
Star Wars Jedi Knight, Dark Forces 2, uh, Blast Corps, Fallout. The first Fallout game came out in 1997. Um, didn't have, I probably ain't got time to go into it too much, but like if you go back to that year, The Curse of the of Monkey Island came out in 1997. Diddy Con Racing, Star Fox 64, Total Annihilation. There's loads. There's loads of obviously. There's there's loads because you know gaming was has been around for 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 years. Uh, yeah, obviously Papa the Rapper, if anyone remembers that, which came out. Yeah, I've got it. I've got one and two still on the on the um, PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. Um. So that yeah. Yeah. Myth. <laughs> Sorry. The Fallen Lords. <laughs> Connolly Wars. This I've got. You know. Like I said, I've got a like list. Is it, of, like, is it wrong that I've played nearly all of those? <laughs> uh, Dinosaur Hunter. Age yeah, of Empires, yeah. Ace yeah. Combat Two, Mario Kart sixty four. Yeah. Like, obviously, obviously sixty four because that was the big that was the big year. New Duke, yeah. uh, Duke Nukem, even Duke Nukem, sixty four. Um, Broken Sword, the Smoking Mirror. I actually like these. I've got it. I've got the. I've got all of them still. I've got the collection on the PC. Sorry, I've got them all. Yeah, yeah. No, bloody hard games, man. <laughs> they they were actually hard. Um, yeah, point, still are. Yeah, Apes Odyssey. Yeah, came yeah. out. Um, so yeah, there is. There's so many games. So many good games. I think this is the top twenty. No, it's top top twenty eight. Mm. I don't know why this went. Why twenty eight? Why not? Why why stop at twenty eight on this list? So if anyone's interested, the, the list I've just got up was from Metacritic, uh, Critic, um, and it's the top twenty eight. Paul still in the twenty eighth one. Why stop there? Why not do thirty? Uh-huh. Was there not thirty games yeah. in nineteen ninety seven? There must have been. There must have been. There must maybe. Been. I don't yeah, know. They, they score obviously the highest game number one is Goldeneye, which is what we're talking about. Um, Final yeah. Fantasy seven was not um, was fourth on that list. <laughs> just, just to sort of, you know, bring your things into right. It's that list is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the it's list di- is wrong. It's, it's different game. It's different. They're different games. You can't put them in the same category. They're completely different games. Castlevania Sim- Symphony of the Night. Yeah, was the second game, which has always had a remake. Yeah. How many yeah. games in this in this list has had remakes? <laughs> that would be an interesting Sid- one to look at. Uh, Mayors Getting Gettingsburg. I mean, I know I don't think I've ever played any of those games, but like uh, that's like third. Um, in this, uh, yeah. I don't think I've played that one. Blast Corps. Yeah, no, it's just look. I, I just, I just sort of thought it would be a good twenty fifth episode to pick up something from, you know, yeah. twenty five years ago. And like I said, you know, in the next maybe the next milestone we do, we can look back at other things or not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but how things have changed and how how different the gaming industry has changed over yeah. the last 25 years sure it has changed in the last five years to be fair yeah like, so much you know uh, quite a lot you know not just yeah. um not good and bad good and yeah. bad yeah unfortunately there mostly are, yeah. bad <laughs> mostly mostly bad, yeah. bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah yeah but gaming brought us together but there you go it did yeah it brought you us know, together so. that's a good thing yeah, it has. Yeah. It has indeed. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty much done with that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's okay. anything. I don't, I don't have, I don't know any, I've never played any of those games, so I can't really say, uh, like, talk about them. All I can say is I've heard of Golden Eye, Double Seven, and I've heard that it's a really good game, and 
you know, uh, kind of looking at that gameplay just now, it makes me want to play it. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we, yeah. But yeah, you, you, I, you, you can download an emulator. Um, okay. I, I, know, I know there's some safe places to download the mm. ROMs. And that. I'll, I'll, I'll link you, and you can download it and play it. Most of the, most of the emulators run perfectly fine on PC. So okay. you, just, you just need to configure it to a joypad, and you just need to resync the buttons that to, to a, a joypad layout, like an Xbox or PlayStation layout, and you will have the the N64 controller map, and you just oh. map, you just map the buttons to the current controller you have. It's quite okay. easy, straightforward. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's you, know, you get the you get the controller experience. Trying to do it with a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's not designed for a mouse and keyboard. No, it, it doesn't work very well. Um, yeah. There's tons of there's tons of classic and and it does have um, network play, so you can play oh. la- you can play local networks, so we could connect to each other via our, our IPs and play that way oh, through, through, the, through the emulator. So we could technically stream the, an authentic Golden Eye experience <laughs> uh, versus yeah. each other, uh, which would probably be really That's fun. Probably be fun to do. win at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm 100 percent sure because there's a there's a there's a little program I used to use back in the day to generate fake IPs and used to put you all into groups for games that didn't have like had LAN. So it would it would create a fake LAN network. You, then you sign into the fake LAN LAN network and then you'd all join up and play. So you so it's like got got around like the whole not online sort of thing. So okay. if if it has something, I'll have to look into it. But if it has something similar, I'll, I'll definitely sort it out so we can we can we can uh, we can play that we can play together. Some of the old classics. I think that would be a really fun thing to do. Yeah, uh, do you know that would actually be like someone who's like never played it, me, and someone who has played it, you, and like experiencing it for the first time. I think that'd be really fun to do. Actually, yeah. Write that. I, write that down. Write that down. Uh, I, I will. I'll make a note of it. I'll make a note <laughs> of it. I will put it on my reminder list. <laughs> do this now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's a really uh, good idea. Yeah, I'll definitely looking. Definitely looking to doing that. 100%. Yep. 100%. There's definitely yep. a way of doing it. You've seen other people do it. So, 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, are we, are we going to squeeze think, in some news? Um, we can, Well, we're coming up to that two hour mark now. So yeah, I know already. Yeah, I know. It's flown. It's flown flies. by this week. It's flown by. Um, yeah. Well, we, I can read this one quickly. I won't take too long to read through this one. Yeah. Um, speaking of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy XIV's new patch has been out for a week now, bringing tons <laughs> of uh, new additional to the uh, criti- critically acclaimed MMORPG. One of those is an adventure pl- uh, plate, a mini profile card you can jazz up with various backgrounds, frames, and the chance <laughs> oh, to yeah. take a cool picture of your character for all to see. So far, the yeah. feature has been an uh, absolute hit with players. It has been a great way to add some creative flair and personality to check. And checking out my party cards has become routine. Whenever I join a raid or a dungeon, of course, it's also been the perfect opportunity for the player to push the limitations of character por- uh, portraits and the results of unaspiring <laughs> horny as hell. Despite the <laughs> game's best efforts to delta lewd adventure plates, determined players have managed to get a, get a, around it while portraits are supposed to be only allowed if the character's face is fully displayed. The d- detection is pretty um, inconsistent right now and easily exploitable. 
It's led to a mountain of butt photos. But there's also been (laughs) um, liberal use of compromising angles to make it look like the characters are performing various sexual acts. Even the calling cards uh, decorations themselves are being used to create the illusion of characters being naked. While the horny profile was felt almost inevitable, there have been some more family-friendly creations too. There have been some clever reactions to classic memes from Megamind to the confusing cat at the dinner. There's also been a few homages to characters from other Final Fantasy games and video games in the general. My favourite by far is probably a fantastic Yakuza-themed one. A character aptly named Guru Manjai-san. The Avengers plate of features is still technically a beta, so it's likely that some extra restrictions will be will come into force <laughs> when everything is fully implemented. That'd be a, that'd be a, a source patch. for as a nice as nice as a cat girl, but uh, but maybe it's not exactly something everyone wants to be subjected to as they're trying to get about their time in game. That's um, your opinion. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> what's, wrong with, what's wrong with cat girl butts? Come on, he's gone east. We've got a cat girl butt east here. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> doesn't like I mean, cat girl butts. How dare you? I'm not surprised that this happened. To be honest, it's bound it's to funny. happen at some point. It is. It's just it's a bit of fun. Let him have a bit of fun. Jesus, yeah. he's not hurting anybody. It ain't full blown nudity. He really sucked off with your bloody censorship. It's a bit of fun. Jesus yeah. Christ. Long personal, like, details. Yeah, as long as it's all full, you know, cucumber and oranges, you know, and, you know, melons all, <laughs> you know, hanging about. It's, it, I don't see the problem. I just, why is it, why is it the first thing they do is outrage? Oh my God, it's now, oh my God, it's, there's too, uh, the game is so sexualized, I'm amazed it ain't class of soft porn. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You can't, you can't moan about sexualization of these characters in a game that, pretty much is the entire female cast is sexualized beyond it's a japanese game for a start so all japanese games are all sexualized they're all sexualized and no one gives a shit the the ladies are supposed to be pretty sexy voluptuous the blokes are all six packs rocking bloody muscles from brussels you know crack nuts on their bloody armpits you know that no one says no one moans about that as soon as a lady comes along with a this is skimpy outfit. Oh my god, that's outrageous! How dare you? Your, know, right? your pixelation character offends my eyeball. Well, don't look at it then. <laughs> yeah, don't look. Shut it's your eyes. It's not made for you. Piss off. Don't, don't play it. <laughs> don't look at it. It's it's it's, like, it's just like it's not your not your prudeness is not their target audience, right? You're not the target of the people that play the game. So who gives a f- if you're offended because you've got nothing to do with it anyway? So shut your mouth and move on. It's it's, it's, it's irrelevant. It's got nothing to do with you, you... Oh, my God, I've got to go to a massive Breathe, breathe. It does... <laughs> right, it it, it, it winds me up. <laughs> and out. You then? Out. Oh, we need to fix... Fix, fix, fix you, you naysayers. Beep, beep, I thought I tried saving it towards the end. He still managed to squeak one in. I know, right? 
<laughs> oh, my beat machine's going to go off crazy this yeah, week. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Um, sense 3D. Right. That one, that one, that one, that one. Oh, dear. Right. There's one more thing I want to mention before we okay. wrap up. I know, I know it's late. I know, I know it's we're, we're getting on. We need to get to um, Beth's joke. Yeah. Beth's joke. <laughs> Just five minutes. I could talk about the Kardashian Roblox scandal, but I'm not going to talk about that. Oh, I no. I was, I, that's why I glossed over it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Let's, I don't even want to give them any, uh, any, any airtime. I just yeah. hate them. Right, and um, there's one thing I wanted to talk about, if I can find the article, because there's one a little bit fresh. There we go. Um, now, we all know we've played Lost Ark, um, and we all know how I feel about Lost Ark, because I had a little rant on the podcast a little while ago. Um, and uh, despite the game being you like, heavy... Rant. I did, I think so. <laughs> When was when? <laughs> Almost every week, isn't it? Um, no, uh, I don't. I don't know if I did or not. Did I? Did you what? I'm pretty think... sure I did. Yeah. yeah. If, did I didn't, if, I, if I didn't, I'm gonna have one now. So um, <laughs> what, what? Oh, rant about it. Yeah, rant about Lost Ark. I'm pretty sure you had a little one. Yeah, a little one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Microtransactions in uh, in this game. They're taking the Mickey now, right? Um, obviously they've got a new expan- new free expansion. I say free, it's not free. They've shoved so much um, pay-to-win stuff in this game. It was already pay-to-win anyway. Uh, if uh, if you're not familiar with what I said before, uh, I'll give you a quick 10-second breakdown. They overcharged and they overhyped and the game was unplayable for me and I spent 20 quid on it and I couldn't play it and I lost my money and I couldn't get a refund. Uh, that's the, well, that's why I have, and I still can't play the game. I installed it five days ago, and I still couldn't log in. So yeah, right. Anyway, oh. Lost Ark. Um, they've brought out this new expansion pack called Battle for the Throne of Chaos. Uh, it's a as a new class, uh, as a bunch of new uh, weapons and items, and you know, grindy stuff you can get a new zone. Um, and basically, they've introduced us a battle pass and a super battle pass and oh a super duper battle pass on top of oh, the super battle God. pass and the battle pass. So you've got three types of battle pass. Only lasts for 30 days. The first entry is $20. The super duper duper battle pass is $100. So, you know, and it, 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 all you get is a bunch of XP items and you get some costumes and you get like a pet and some other in-game benefits. There's a bit of in-game currency. Uh, but the, the whole thing's a joke. Um, it's only 30 levels, so it's really short to do if you play with you play all the time. But someone that's a casual player that would say, for instance, a casual player would pay for the £20 one, would, would, wouldn't, doesn't play very often, wouldn't be able to complete it in, a, in, a, in that time frame. Not not 30 days. Because say if you're at work for five out of seven of days every week, you, and you, even if you played all day, every day at the weekend, you're still not going to get through that content. So it's it's, it's a massive, massive pay-to-win, you know, nonsense and a shame on Amazon and Smilegate for mm. introducing this not and the thing is it was all predicted there's it's all been predicted there's, there's a there's a guy I can't remember his name he's a Russian YouTuber um he's got nothing to do with the fiasco over there he's 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 a he's a, he's a, he's a lost dark um YouTuber and he, he does um he predicted that the uh, Europe side of lost Ark would fail miserably because of the greed and he said that yeah. there's no way in hell they're going to be able to make this game without ruining the game through pay-to-win mechanics. And he was absolutely right. Uh, Asmund Gold has done a has done a video or a couple of video reactions to him. Um, if you want to know who I'm talking about, look up Asmund Gold Lost Ark uh, Russian reaction, 
and you'll, you'll watch his guy's videos. Very funny, very informative, and he predicted all of it. And it, it's it's a sad state of affairs when you're, you know, the game's barely, well, the game's been out, what, two months, three months? And yeah. um, you now want to milk your fan base dry because you know the game's going to die off and they're going to get, they're going to milk that cow clean to get all the fandom money out out of that out of that little udder, that little dingling udder that's that's still ripe for the picking, and they're going straight for it, holding ham over it. And I, I, it's just so infuriating why they do these this games. This game should have been one of the best games of the year. Should have been one of the best go to MMOs. It, you know, it's 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 made you know, the Korean market. It's one of the best selling games. It's one of the best oh. games over there. And that yeah. not only do they spend a ridiculous amount of money, they also give a ridiculous amount of currency and stuff back. Uh, so it's, that's the message. That is the biggest difference between their their culture and, and the culture of Europe is that Europe don't give anything away for free. It's always no. a catch. They don't reinvest into the player base. They don't reinvest into the game. They just charge, 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 charge. And so the people get fed up playing it and fed up paying for it. And then the game fizzles out into nothingness. And then all you've got left is the hardcore whales that have already spent an absolute fortune on it. And the diehard fans that don't want to abandon it because they spent so many hours and X amount of money in it. So the game is, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a sad, sad, sad day to be a Lost Ark player, especially if you're free to play, because they just raised that bar more higher for you to try and get anywhere in the game. And there's absolutely no progression as a free-to-play player, and as you grind every day, 12 hours, and this has been calculated by the, the dude I was talking about, 12 hours a day, non-stop, seven days a week, and even then, it'll take you a year to get wow. a, a half the end game content oh that you would God. get if you paid for it within a day, three days a week. Ew, so, you know, it's, abso- it's totally scummy. It's yeah. a really bad thing to do. Um, and it's absolutely disgusting. And I, for one, I'm boycotting Lost Ark. I am never, ever supporting them. And this will be the last time I mention them on the podcast because Sodom, screw them, F them, go away, go back into your hole, you crawled out from and stay there. Never really <laughs> ugly head or I'm going to stamp on it. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> um, Metaphorically speaking, of course, obviously I'm never going to hmm. do anything of that sort of kind. I'm not a violent person. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I, I'm not. Honestly, they're just, they're just greedy gits, greedy corporations. You know, it's, a, it's the ugly side of gaming once again. And I'm not going to end on a bad note because I want to end on a funny note. And there is a, there is something funny I saw here. Um, so that's it for the last arc nonsense. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about one thing. I want to talk about where did it go? I saw it. Uh, <laughs> right, um, Elden Ring. Well, this, 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 the Elden Ring, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah. Elden Ring's poison panties problem is patched. Oh, oh, it's for an issue, right? What? So, deathbed smalls are being dropped into multiplayer games, leading to bans of people who picked them up. Oh my god. Poison panty problem. The tale of the troubles from Typey White is his over, thanks to the big 1.4 patch update rolled out this week. Great many other things. The fix the bug allowed unauthorized items to be passed to other players, which a band called Amco Entertainment Rep confirmed in an email includes deathbed smalls. It's unauthorized. You have to use a cheat to get the item into the game. So while you apparently can still bring the smalls into your own game if you want, you can no longer fix it on others. <laughs> so this, oh. uh, there you go. There's the uh, tighty whiteies. <laughs> uh, deathbed <laughs> oh smalls that you God. get from an NPC, and you can trade that. You can trade them. 
with other players or leave them as a as a present for other people to pick up. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's, um, that's funny. It's it's immediate ban, but I I'd fail to see that. I've seen so many things. How many hackers in this game? That's why I don't PvP um, or co-op anymore because you just get <laughs> hackers coming and just ruin your game. Yeah. Um, but um, that's why that's why my uh, level seven hundred and thirteen character is now allowed to be used. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to thanks to a mod set I have. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, that's good. So yeah, so that's a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> you, yes. you go, you're playing a bit of Elden Ring. You kill the bad guy, and he leaves a nice pair of knickers for you behind to pick up <laughs> as a reward. Oh my there God. you go. Have some knickers because we because you lost all you won, whatever the case may be. So that apparently was a massive issue. So they patched it. Wow. I don't see the part. I don't see wow. it's a mighty who gives a monkeys, honestly. That's bad. That's, That's a ball offense. If, right. if you're not supposed to have it, why is it in the game? Yeah, why, you know, why? why is it in the game if you're not supposed to have it? What's hey, wrong hey? with pants? Yeah, what's wrong with lingerie? Well, you're, yeah. you're, you're a lingerieist. Sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> lingerie is fine. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a bit. I like, I like how they used that one of the NPCs that is literally is just wearing a gown and that's it. She's got nothing <laughs> on underneath that. So that's got, and she's a bad guy. I don't like her. Anyway, it's, uh, that's um, that's it for the, the, the bit, a bit of fun news on the end there to lighten, lighten the mood up. Um, yeah. after after the the the, uh, the the name that should not be spoken <laughs> ever again. Um, yes. <laughs> right. So um, so back we'll hand back to funny bits now to see what we're gonna do. I think we're. Close to wrapping up now. I think, I think. we're yeah. I mean, we should uh, we should allow uh, Beth to come in with the joke of the week. I think Beth's we joke, of the, okay. week. joke <laughs> of the week. Joke of the week means that we come to an end. Beth's joke of the week. Yeah, that's okay. That's it. Okay, <laughs> so we got um, there. We got there. So sort of. We got the. Uh, Got the, the jingle almost. So I, the I, jingle I, I, is in a work in progress. It's a yeah. work in progress, yeah. I got, I got carried away. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I tried doing my joke on the way. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so I'm going to do a little bit, something a little different uh, from now on. Um, so I found this, uh, I, I know people can't see it because if they're listening to it, but people who can see it, I'm sure you can read that, so, I think. Um, it says the really stupid joke book. Yeah, really stupid joke book. If I just book, read I got... the title of the book, and then it re- <laughs> clarifies yeah, yeah. that whole scenario, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, so I'm showing, yeah, I got a book, and it says the really stupid joke book. And what I'm going to do every week is basically uh, open a page to a random, like a random, uh, you know, page, count how many jokes there are, and I'm going to ask my two wonderful co hosts. Which number to pick, and then I'll tell that joke. Are you going to um, ask one of us or both of us, and then you do two? Uh, or are you going to randomly pick one of us? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I'll randomly pick All one right, of you okay. every week. <laughs> um, okay, so hang on. Under pressure. All right, so there's seven <laughs> jokes. Uh, please pick uh, 3D. Pick a number between one and seven, please. Six. Okay, all right. This is not my fault if it's bad because you chose it. All right. <laughs> oh no! See now you're passing. Uh, okay, so this is in quotations. I did not come to class. I did not come into the classroom to listen to you. Uh, do you lot being impertinent? <laughs> Close question mark. Complained the teacher. Oh, where do you usually go, Miss? Um. Oh, yeah. That's the joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, <laughs> I think it right. <laughs> whilst whilst everyone composes themselves I think, um, from that, I think yeah. we should uh, that's, we should uh, end it there. As always, thank you very much to my two co-hosts, the Freddy Show. Thank you very much for being here. And the pizza that is Beth. Yes, thank that's you. me. That's I'm sorry I did that to you. Thank you so much for being here today. Can you just tell us before we go if you have any socials that you like anyone to know about? Me? You? Yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, okay. you, go, you can go first. You can do this. Um, yeah, so I'll be uh, on Twitch, Pizza Beth. Search it up. Uh, there's a pizza icon. That's me. Um, I'll be playing. I'm gonna be trying to play Beat Saver in the next week um, okay. until I. So- <laughs> I don't want Pressure. to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. We'll, we'll maybe one. Maybe at some point, but not the first time I'm back. Um, yeah. So I'll be trying to sort out um how the music does it. Blah blah blah. Be sorting that out, and I'll be playing next week. And uh, hopefully, I'll be able to set up like custom songs and all that stuff, so you can request songs and stuff. But um, yeah, uh, I'll be around next week. So. Come on by and uh, yeah, I'll probably sure I'll be playing uh, games with Mr. Steve and Freddy. So um, yeah, <laughs> yep, that's me. Uh, Freddy, yeah, yeah, you'll find me at uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Freddy Show. Uh, I'm I'm going to be playing uh, Resident Evil. No, no, Resident Evil Final Fantasy VII Remake um, next week. I'm I'm going to drop Resident Evil Eight because I. I can't be bothered to play it again. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to drop it and uh, I'm going to go back to one of the games that I really, really, really enjoy and I haven't streamed um, and I really love. And I'm, I'm going to be streaming that. I'm going to be adding a stream day uh, to my week as well. I'm going to be doing Monday and Tuesday uh, uh, for streaming games. Thursday is always going to be my community uh, day and obviously Saturday is always going to be podcast day. Uh, so 9 p.m. GMT, British Standard Time. Please come along and... and uh, Give me a follow and hang out and chat. We have, we have lots of fun things to do, channel points. You can make me scared and you can scare the producers out of me of the stuff as well. You can request games as well. There's loads of stuff you can do. Uh, come along and I'm still on the road to 200 followers. Please help me hit that goal. We hit that goal. I get a, I'll get. be able to do a giveaway, which I've been wanting to do since I come up with a 200 follower target. And I still ain't, I still ain't hit it yet. So I'm seven away. So come on, seven <laughs> followers. Seven little followers, please. Please. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that's me begging done. As for myself, it's twitch.tv forward slash funnybidsboy. And um, also, uh, you can find me over on Twitter with uh, at funnybitsb. Yeah, you could just message me on that or message me on wherever you can find me. I I haven't really, I don't know why, because I need need help to set up a Discord, but I, I, I do have a Discord, but it's not fully set up, but. Yeah, we we'll, we'll, get, we'll get one. there. We'll just merge one as a podcast one. I think we should do that. Let's make a, a bits and pieces podcast. Yeah, that'd Let's be a lot that. easier. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you could just message any one of us. The links to the, to all of our socials and that will be in the, um, the description down below, usually to all of our YouTube channels, all of our Twitters, um, and obviously our Twitch channels. So follow all of us. You know, pick one, you know, just 
Follow all of us. Get Freddy to his 200 goal because he's waiting to give away. He's waiting to spend money, people. I've already spent it. I've got keys. I've got keys. He's got keys for days. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah get Freddy yeah, to his 200. Get Freddy to his 100 goal. I've got actual keys. There's <laughs> <laughs> actual keys there. Yeah. Um, get, his, get, his, get his YouTube to 100 so he, you can drop the, um, the long ass name, <laughs> which is a, a thing that happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, links are everywhere. Uh, links for all of us down below. Um, please like, share, subscribe to podcast because you know subscribing to any of the channels like we're gonna get download we it. get download it. Yeah. Uh, Spotify, leave iTunes, leave a review. Spy, yeah. Spotify, iTunes, Now Music, uh, Amazon Music, uh, anywhere that you can find your podcast on. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, that way you're never going to miss an episode. Episode 25 has now come to an end. Next one's going to be 26. That's going to be next week, next Saturday. Whoa. And uh, yeah, oh, I'll be around tomorrow, probably on a Sunday. And then hopefully I'll be back again next week. I get a bank holiday Monday off, so I might even have an extra stream next week. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Extra stream for me next week. So thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for watching if you were watching live. Thanks for listening if you were listening anywhere, wherever you are, on the move or at the gym or whatever it is you've been up to. Thanks very much for being here. And we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.